1: Kristen and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Wednesday. It's March
0: 2nd. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning. In the news this morning, only a little more than a week ago President Joe Biden's first State of the Union address was focused largely inward, looking at the economic and public health woes besetting the United States. But Russia's invasion of Ukraine and the war that has ensued changed all of that. The speech and the war in Ukraine gave Biden both the platform and the reason to talk about the fight between democracy and autocracy, not as an abstraction, but as an urgent reality he dismissed those on the left of his party who have advocated for reducing funding of police in the midst of the national reckoning of policing in black communities we should all agree the answer is not to defund the police the answer is to fund the police with the resources and training they need to protect our communities after months of republicans beating up on beating up on immigration he uh, allowed that we need to secure the borders and fix the immigration system even as he appeals to the higher ideals of democracy, Biden believes that many Americans would process the war through prices at the pump instead of geological risks, uh, geopolitical risks. Uh, Biden said the country has moved beyond the pandemic even if it is still needs to stay vigilant against mutations. His big argument is that the country can't change its past divides though it must address the pandemic with a united front. He noted that most of the country can now be mask free. Most Americans are vaccinated and more vaccines are available if needed. The word count says a lot about where Biden's frame of mind is right now. His remarks include variations on the word job more than a dozen times as he applied to people working. Inflation netted half a dozen mentions and forms of the word price in terms of costs uh, charged were mentioned 10 times. Pandemic was mentioned eight times and COVID-19 appeared a dozen times. He tried to highlight partisan unity by developing the phrase uh, Democrats and Republicans three times.
3: Did he ever say the word Bajmir?
2: <laughs> I don't think he ever said that. Uh, no, okay. I did All not right. hear that. Uh, as Russia uh, Russia invade, nobody
0: did say rim
3: job. He I did heard it once. Oh, yes. okay. All right. Time, I'm sorry. See, I watch it backwards, <laughs> person. <laughs> <Okay>. Rim job. <laughs> as Russian. Inv- Why is that a timeless clip? I'm sorry. Go back uh, to the news. No, that's okay. As We're Russian invasion of,
2: of Ukraine grinds on, lawmakers showed their support by wearing the colors blue and yellow. A juvenile died after he was shot during a gun battle with plainclothes police officers on Tuesday night. The department announced it happened at 30 near 18th and Barber Streets, while four officers were conducting surveillance inside an unmarked vehicle. According to Philadelphia Sergeant, uh, Police Sergeant Eric Grip, officers spotted two young males on bicycles. One of them was armed with a handgun. When police turned the emergency lights on and exited the vehicle, one of the suspects allegedly opened fire on the officers. The kid fires a shot right into the rear passenger side window. We're really lucky that we don't have an officer seriously injured or killed right now, said Grip. Officers exited the vehicle and a foot chase ensued on the 1800 block of Barber Street at some point during the incident, two officers engaged in a shootout. One of the bullets hit the young suspect in the chest and he dropped to the ground, police said. The suspect was transported to an area hospital where he later died. A second male suspect, roughly 17 years old, was taken into custody. Authorities say one police officer was hit by shattered glass in the eye. During the shootout, the two officers who discharged their weapons have been placed on administrative duty. South Philadelphia residents got the chance to speak out concerning a dangerous roadway that has been uh, seen its share of deadly car crashes and fender benders. While the city is planning to revamp the busy Washington Avenue, not everyone is happy about the final plans. On Tuesday night, the city hosted an open house for those interested in seeing the finalized plans before construction begins. The YMCA gym at 17th and Christian Streets was packed with people and emotions ran high, obviously during many parts of the meeting. The initial plan was to shrink Washington Avenue from five lanes to three from Grays Ferry Avenue to 4th Street, but the city backpedaled last month after getting community opposition. Instead, the city decided to give Washington Avenue a layout where some areas are three lanes and then others are four lanes. The goal, the city said, is to balance safety improvements for bicyclists and pedestrians with parking and traffic concerns. The two-and-a-half mile road is the primary east-to-west corridor in South Philadelphia, but there are groups uh, and strongly worded social media comments where people argue that the original three-lane plan was the safest option. Looking ahead, the city is requesting studies to install automated red light cameras at key intersections in partnership with the Philadelphia Parking Authority. They're also planning to look into requests for studies on speed cushions on residential streets near Washington and we'll install them where appropriate. Wait, what
0: are speed cushions? Oh, like sure. bumps, speed yeah, bumps, like, like the bigger, larger ones? Yes. Okay. All right. I never heard cushions used before. Yeah, you okay. could fly. The delightful really throw pillows. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Philadelphia City Council members said safety and fairness is uh, all of their priority. The Philadelphia Office of Transportation mm-hmm. Infrastructure and Sustainability would like to start the Washington Avenue repaving project this summer. In sports this morning. <laughs> The Flyers were shut out by the Edmonton Oilers, uh, losing 3-0 damn. last night in South Philly. The but they banged f- the
4: drum it? They for. banged oh. the
1: drum.
2: <laughs> they should bow, man. Leon Dreisaitl <laughs> had oh. a goal and two assists. Connor McDavid had a goal and an assist. And okay. Mikko uh, Kosanen made 39 Where's saves to lead f- down the down Oilers the to the win. Josh Seidel and McDavid are tied for NHL point lead with 77. The Flyers are at home again tomorrow night with the game against the Minnesota Wild. The puck is set to drop at 7 o'clock.
3: Well, is that the purpose? Uh, did we misunderstand that you bang the drum so that the other team wins? <laughs>
5: yeah. A shutout actually yeah. is what it calls for. I mean, wow. I, I'm, we're looking at a, a, this amazing kick save that Carter Hart has. Give that guy some mother effing help. <laughs> okay. You, you no! Know, Why is there somebody there that can just bang that right in and not a defender?! (laughs)
0: this This commentary brought to you by Casey Boy
2: the Sixers are back in action tonight with a game at home against the team they beat over the weekend the New York Knicks James Harden will make his first at home start with the team tip off for the nationally televised game is set for 730 and Major League Baseball has cancelled opening day with Commissioner Rob Manfred announcing the sport will scrap regular season games over the labor dispute for the first time in 27 years after lockout talks collapsed in the hours before yesterday's deadline with owners and players unable to agree to a contract to replace the collective bargaining agreement that expired in December. Manfred canceled the first two series for all 30 teams, cutting each club's schedule from 162 games to 156 at most. Uh, he said the league and union have not made plans for future negotiations and that the players won't be paid for missed games. The Phillies' first two series were scheduled to be on the road, so for now, no home games have been canceled. And that's what I have for you this morning.
0: All right, thanks a bunch, Kathy. Uh, I love seeing the sun coming up as we get started. Before we can crack the mic this morning, a little daylight on the horizon. Spring it, is unbelievably uh, good. Oh, this is fantastic. Yeah. So welcome to it, friends. We are happy to have you on board on a Wednesday morning. Wednesdays mean a couple of things. Uh, Secret text word. So today we are giving uh, a four-pack of tickets for the Philadelphia Auto Show. It's March 5th through the 13th at the PA Convention Center. And uh, we were talking to the director of it yesterday. A lot of exciting things will be taking place, including indoor electric vehicle, track that's happening. Right. uh, if you want to win those tickets real easy, just text word secret to 39333. You'll already be in the running, all right? So we'll send you a, a word. We'll ask you to call in later on with that word, and uh, winner gets tickets And We'll also grab one randomly, too. So even if you can't call back in, you got a chance of winning. So why not go ahead and try it? Secret to 39333. Uh, we'll also do a Wednesday check in on Fox Good Day. So we'll get our TV faces ready for that whole thing. I shaved. Uh, thank oh, you. Yeah, thank I, you I for had that. You. Uh, and uh, we'll see what else we can dive into today. Let's take a break, come back in a moment. We'll start the winning with some stupid question action and some entertainment stories, and we'll get this Wednesday morning started. Stay with us.
1: Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok, and probably other places.
0: The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant...
1: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, Super Question
0: Prize, four-packet tickets for the Progressive Insurance Atlantic City Boat Show, Wednesday through Sunday at the Atlantic City Convention Center. The question I have for you this morning. So, yesterday we asked what Brits call a zucchini. Today, we're asking you what do Italians call Mickey Mouse. Hmm. 215-263-WMMR. So, Mickey Mouse is known as what... In Italy, what do they what do they call him? I guess he's got a nickname, or maybe this is his actual name. 215 two one five two six three WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. Today we have a whole stack of birthdays. It is Wednesday, March second, and it is a milestone of this friend of WMMR, more specifically Pierre Robert John Bon Jovi, uh-huh. turns sixty years old today. Wow. I hear he and Bill Western are gonna go hang out
6: and
3: have dinner. It's one of the best stories. Oh, Poor Bill man. Oh. He got I guess he got
7: how, how did it work out, Nick? You you recall? Yeah, I was there and, yeah. and uh, Bill had a lanyard. And uh, John had some sound equipment, uh, uh, phone, not earphone, like a monitoring his monitor system, yeah. yeah and In his uh, they got tangled, and it was just—it was unfortunate. And it was right as he was getting ready to head on. To, we did a photo to stage. We were finished the photo, and they were go- the band were going out on stage at the Wells Fargo Center, and John and Bill were inextricably linked, and John couldn't get where he needed to go, and John smiled throughout all of this, but was not happy with Bill Weston. process. <laughs> yeah. I heard it wasn't he- Bill's
0: fault. Was it he- wasn't. Was
7: John getting a little pissy? Well, yeah. I mean, he's yeah. trying to get out on stage <laughs> yeah. at this point. And, yes, no, it was not Bill's fault, but Bill, uh, it was just a mistake. <laughs> it, was a, it was a comedy of errors, really. Uh, th- this song's going to be a duet with
0: this guy. <laughs> yeah. uh, one of my favorite photos, we have these photos that scroll in our uh, in our Acme lounge here. And there's a photo of Pierre interviewing John at the Wells Fargo Center. It was taken by our buddy uh, Brian Miller, course, photography. And it's the two of them, uh, kind of silhouetted, and it's he's great. interviewing him. It yeah. is a fantastic photo of Pierre and John together, and I love seeing yeah. that when it comes up. So, a big happy birthday to Mister John! No.
5: The hell was that, dude? I thought it was something else. That was a that was a, a, a like a literal sound of a shark, <laughs> and it was supposed to be. <laughs>
7: Okay. That was great.
5: Yeah. <laughs> We're
7: on it. I <laughs> mean, that was perfect.
0: That was a mushy, yeah, that was soupy. You to
8: hear it again? Yes.
1: Bladder
0: of poop. Go ahead. <laughs> oh my God!
5: <laughs> Happy <laughs> birthday, John.
8: This, this I, yeah.
5: That was worth it. Ah, it that was, was worth so it. worth it. It was worth it. I mean, again, it yeah. was supposed to be this. Ah! But it was not that. But it didn't. Turn it out was here. this. <laughs> God, happy birthday! I don't think I've ever
0: heard
3: that N- one. No, I mean, neither. I've never heard, heard it.
0: I mean, I know our farts and poops very, very yes, well. Absolutely, backwards and forwards. And I've never heard that one. I'm a before. little upset
3: we haven't had a chance
0: to use this. <laughs> well, it, we, yeah. on the occasion oh of John Bon Jovi's 60th birthday party, we whipped that one out. Wow! Happy birthday, Jay! Oh, okay. Yes. Um, It's also Chris Martin's birthday today. I didn't know that those guys celebrated the same birthday, but he is 45 years old today. And uh, life is his oyster. Collaborating with BTS and and other uh, musicians. Who did I see recently? There was another one uh, that was kind of out of their realm uh, that he was performing with. I don't remember what it was. was, It was going to be in music news, but I was like, that's a little too offbeat, but I don't know. Anyhow, uh, they branch out and, and uh, collab with all kinds of people. So Chris Martin, 45 years old today. I love this song. Yeah. It's awesome. I think Clocks could be
5: my favorite <clears> one. <throat> though.
0: Well, I know you guys like uh, Fix You as, as one of the song. all-time great yeah. songs. Yeah. Is that this?
5: Yeah, this? yeah. Well, this is Clocks, yeah. But, oh, Clocks, so maybe. Fix You is... Um, it's Whenever you work when it, on the car, it's great. It, yeah, that too. But when it meets that the crescendo... Uh, Oh, it's great. The tears, you know, roll down your face. Like, when it gets to that part, like, it is, for me, it's like, it's very, very emotional. And it'll, when I'm, like, exercising, I literally, I was running on on the beach one time, and that song came on. And I had to stop because I was crying. Wow. Uh, You know, um... Because he wrote that for Gwen You stepped I did. No, no. He wrote it for Gwena Paltrow when uh, I think her father died. Is that what uh, okay. I I believe so. Really? And so my father had passed away. And so it, you know, it hit a little bit closer for me. Sure, sure. So.
0: Uh, Chris Martin, 45 today. Uh, it's also Mikhail Gorbachev's
7: birthday today. <laughs> uh, yeah. I just had to explain the end of the Soviet Union to my son yesterday because we were talking about Ukraine and... And I was talking about Gorbachev. I believe Gorbachev lives in uh, Vermont these days. Oh, oh no He kidding. didn't
0: move to Montana.
7: <laughs> no, <laughs> uh,
0: he is 91 years old today. It is time to open Tim Hortons. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's also Lorraine Newman's birthday today. We had on the show just a little while ago. Saturday Night Live. She is 70 years old, so yeah. a big one for her. She was show.
3: pitching her on um, her autobiography, which was in only an Audible book oh, so you right. the only way you could get it huh. and i thought it was great
0: yeah bryce dallas howard has her birthday today too so, by the way
3: 41 so we know her obviously from her acting roles and being the daughter of ron howard but she has been directing up a storm press and so has in the star wars uniform uh, uh, universe uh mandalorian and boba fett she's been directing oh, a, no, a, a good. number of the episodes she's been really well, good
0: good for her man well she's got great tootlings yeah in yeah, yeah. her father uh, Mark Evans, the original bassist for ACDC. he turns sixty six years old today. I don't know he lives with Gorbachev. I think really uh, outside of um, outside of angus and uh, and uh, Brian Johnson and I really don't know. I haven't really followed that much about ACDC. No. So nah. I don't know Mark Evans', uh career arc with ACDC, but he was the original basis.
3: And you mentioned the two guys who pretty much take all the air out of the room. Yeah, he's 66 <laughs> today. Uh, it's Daniel
0: Craig's birthday hey! as well today. Daniel Craig, Bond, uh, celebrates his 54th birthday today.
3: Uh, the You know, uh, top-level Bond right up there with Connery. And did you, you see the latest one yet? I did. Okay. I really enjoyed it. I would have to say, in the long run of his... Time is James Bond. Great movies, but my favorite remains Casino Royale.
0: Yeah, excellent movie. He's 54 today. Reggie Bush. Uh, We've, got Bush. <laughs> We've got Bush. We've got Bush. He turns 37. Uh, Heinrich Lundqvist, uh, professional hockey player, is 40 today. Rebel Wilson has her birthday as well. Uh, she is 42 and uh, really concentrating on her health and getting her weight in and, a and, uh place where she wants it to be. She, she had a
3: very re- really revealing story, you reported on it, about people in her sphere who control her career or help guide her career saying she's getting basically too healthy because mm-hmm. it'll impact her career. Mm-hmm. And then the last birthday, Steve, a uh, young woman we had a chance to interview, she's
0: fantastic, Natalie Emanuel. Yeah. Uh, played Masande on Game of Thrones. Uh, she was in this movie, Army of Thieves, and that's why it was a Zack Snyder film And we interviewed her, and she was Lovely. She's also on The Morning Show, too. Uh, if I recall Come I understand.
7: Yeah, yeah. Is she the... the first season. Yeah,
3: yeah. okay. Yes. Uh,
7: yes. She's, uh, she's delightful. I, I, didn't I dig it was her. her. In
3: Army yes. of Thieves, she is the ultimate sort of sexy spy, oh, uh, you know, and, and I love that movie. I really enjoyed it. I yeah. loved it as well, Steve. It was a lot of
0: fun. Uh, so she turns 33 years old today, and happy birthday to you if your birthday is today. Uh, right now, we're going to go to the phones and see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Mickey Mouse is known as what in Italy? Two one five two six three. 263 wmmr is the number, and we will go to Mike. Hey there, Mike. Hi, good
8: morning.
0: Uh, good morning, Mike. All right, so Mickey Hi, Mouse Mike. is also known as what in Italy?
8: Il Topolino.
0: Topolino. You are correct, sir. Hang on, Mike. Got yourself a four-pack of tickets for the Progressive Insurance Atlantic City Boat Show Wednesday through Sunday at the Atlantic City Convention Center. You can get your tickets today at acboatshow.com. So thank you, Mike. Hi, Mike. All right. And we'll dive right into some of the entertainment stories uh, this morning. Uh making some news is an interview of Mark Maron, which was released uh yesterday or Monday, Sam Elliott went off on uh James Campion's The Power of the Dog calling it a piece of S. Wow. And he seemed to particularly be bothered by the film's homosexual themes in it. Huh. Uh the 1883 you saw the movie is there is there a lot? Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, there's a it's it's central. Is that the thrust of it. It's central to the uh to the story. All right. It's, it's a big it's a surprising part of the story, but uh yeah, but it's not like it's not I wouldn't call like a gay movie or anything like that. So It's more about a big red dog. No, that's a different movie. Oh. That's
3: uh, Clifford. Clifford. Oh God, damn! Uh, I keep getting that wrong. It's okay. The
0: 1883 actor said uh, the stars in the film looked more like Chippendales dancers than cowboys. Uh, that's what he said. That's what all these effing cowboys in that movie looked like. They're running around and in, no, in uh, chaps and no shirts. There's all these illusions of homosexuality throughout the effing movie. Uh, Marin responded saying, "I think that's what the movie is about." Uh, Elliot then took jabs at uh, Campion, who is from New Zealand, saying, what the F does this woman from down there know about the American West? And why in the F did she shoot this movie in New Zealand and call it Montana and say, this is the way it was? Uh, That effing rubbed me the wrong way. Uh, Elliot's words are going to rub a lot of people the wrong way uh, in that, but... um, yeah, I mean it's a it's a, it's a it's a story about just a handful of people and you know yes there were gay people back then and <laughs> some closeted gay yeah. people here you know so since the beginning of time it's not a it's not of this is how the entire west was it's a strange movie i'm not going to be I, I told you guys it's i you didn't know how to process it yeah and it moves slow and i'm sitting here going come on man give, give me something here and eventually you get it's it's compelling
3: is it hurt by the fact that we know no dog can grow that big. Maybe that's it. Okay. Maybe it's a little beyond our scope of reality
0: that we can't handle. I'm, it, I'm gonna,
3: I like her stuff though. I liked uh, the um, the piano. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was cool. It makes yeah. you stop
0: and
7: go. Wow, that was. It stayed in my head for a something while. Something else, man. I, I, yeah, I, me too. I thought about it for several days. And Steve, you'll like it because it's shot beautifully. Like it's yes. just the, the western I, scenes I are, are gorgeous. Yeah, and yeah. I, I dig a good western.
0: All right, uh, Harry Hamlin has made it clear that he doesn't have ED, erectile dysfunction. in <laughs> inter- call for me? In an interview with uh, Andy Cohen for Interview Released uh, yesterday, Hamlin said that he and Lisa Renna are still having great sex. Considering the fact that Hamlin and Renna have been married for almost 25 years, Cohen asked the 70-year-old Clash of the Titans actor, I've talked to many other couples who have been married for 10-plus years, 15 years, 20 years, uh, and who can't say that the sex is still great. Uh, what do you attribute it to? Uh, Hamilton, Hamlin uh, replied, I'm sorry about that. A lack of erectile dysfunction, perhaps? I don't have that condition. Uh, do you take a special pill? Or, so Cohen asked, do you take a special pill or are you just Harry Hamlin? And he said, I am Harry Hamlin and I've never had the blue pill. Is it blue or purple? And Cohen said, I
3: believe it's blue. So You know, he okay. was here in the studio. He, yeah. he was a guy who was self-deprecating. Yep. Um, it, he, he was just a really down-to-earth guy. And I always I always wondered if he'd be kind of a jackass because he was a you know, good-looking guy and, you know. But no, he was I exactly them. what you wanted. To I remember, liked him yeah. a lot.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Following the news that Ben Stiller and Christine Taylor had gotten back together, people exclusively reported on Tuesday that Taylor was by Stiller's side um, even when they were separated. In May 2017, the couple had announced that they were splitting after 17 years of marriage. Three years later, uh, Stiller's father, Jerry Stiller, passed away. He was 92 years old, and the source told the publication when the pandemic hit, they decided to live together with their kids. They were always very close with their kids. Both are amazing parents. When Ben's dad, Jerry, passed away, Christine was there to support Ben.
3: I think in cases like that, sometimes you um, you can be reminded of what you like about that person. If you just yeah. give it time to breathe. Of course, it could also be the other way. Yeah, you know. But I think a lot of times people don't, Get that chance. I wonder what that, that lead up, that conversation was. Maybe we should move back
0: in together right, for, right. for the
3: kids, you know, because we are not. I, but, um, you know, they agreed to do it, and I guess. Did they do like they did in the Brady Bunch movie with the split to tape down the middle of the room? Maybe they, they did that, yeah. Uh, the source said it was all the special family time
0: that made them realize that they still very much love each other. Ben feels very lucky that Christine stuck around. She is incredibly special. So, recently reason he told Esquire that he and Taylor revived their marriage after they decided to move back in together during the pandemic so Stiller could see the kids. And he said, then over the course of time, it evolved. We were separated and got back together, and we're happy about that. It's been
3: really wonderful for all of us. Unexpected and one of the
0: things that came out of the pandemic.
3: I was watching a YouTube channel yesterday, and, you know, Hollywood stories and so on and so forth, and they brought up a good point. Is that you haven't seen Ben Stiller doing something he's really good at, which is comedy acting, and you haven't seen that in a long time because he's been directing so much. Yeah, and I would love to see a good Ben Stiller comedy yeah, yeah, again. Yeah. He's so great.
0: Uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live on Monday night. Courtney Cox shared a story about the house that she used to live in, and it was a bit spooky. While Cox was previous had previously said she uh, relates to her character in Shining Veil vale for going through a midlife crisis and going through menopause, it turns out there's another reason. So she said, I live in this house in Laurel Cannon, which is in L.A., obviously, and it was Gypsy Rose Lee's house and Carol King's house. So Carol came over to my house and she said that there had been a divorce that was really ugly and there was a ghost in the house. And I was like, yeah, whatever. But other people would stay there with me like friends of mine and said they felt an encounter with a woman who was sitting on the edge of the bed. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, whatever. And she added that uh, she and King even did a seance but she didn't listen to a word because she was so in awe of, you know, Carol King being there. And then she said, I was at the house one day, not being a believer. The doorbell rang. It was a UPS guy. And uh, I opened the door. And he said, do you know that this house is haunted? And I go, yeah, why? Uh, why do you think that? And he goes, because there's someone standing behind you. <laughs> and then she was like, let's sell the house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she, had, she couldn't sleep there alone ever again. And it freaked her out. So they got rid of the home. Uh, Shining Vale premieres on Sunday, March sixth on Stars. I, I don't know what Shining Vale is about. I haven't seen anything about it. Do you know?
3: Uh, no, okay. I, I know that critically the word is pretty good on it. Okay. Uh, so love is in the air. Love for the kissing booth
0: star Joey King and her fiance Stephen Piet. Did you watch
3: any of these? Uh-uh. Uh Um, I watched the first one. There, you can't help but like it. It's Case, it's like marry me. Did you watch the, one of the kissing booths? Have you? Right? No. Okay. What is it? It's it, it's about it, it's like a coming of age story. It's it's, it's more of a, a teen thing. Okay. Uh, but um, it's it's a
7: oh. it's a romantic thing. So here uh, is the uh, the plot line. She can tell her best friend anything. Except the one thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, she okay, her
5: yes. best friend a boy. She likes him. Okay. Yeah, she All said. Right. Uh, so yeah,
0: apparently uh, they posted a photo of the pair kissing on Instagram, announcing their engagement. Uh, she said, "I." I love you. She wrote, "I never knew, <laughs> I never knew happiness could be so powerful that it can take the air from your lungs. Over, it's like if Superman married the Hulk, uh, overwhelming every." <laughs> It's how powerful it is. Overwhelming every part of you that you can't help but feel your eyes well from the undeniable Uh, joy. Shut Uh, up. (laughs) (laughs) I feel it deep down in my penis. (laughs) I never knew that a person's presence and heart could feel like a real home. I never knew love could be so unquestionably beautiful. I never knew until you. I hate. You never knew someone could suck a
3: tennis ball through a garden.
0: She said the date was two two twenty two when you asked me to marry you. Of course it was, and made me the luckiest lady alive. I love you more than an Instagram caption could ever do justice. Hanging out with you forever sounds like a real dream, so let's do
3: it. Aww. I do like her, though. She's been in a number of really? things. She's a really good actress. She's cute. And her sister is Hunter King, okay. and uh, he's also doing well. She's an actress, Another too. actress, okay. yeah.
0: Uh, Piet, uh, the guy, uh, post, Piet, uh, posted the news to Piet, his, Piet. through his Instagram, writing, uh, The weather was less imperfect, cold, windy, Perfectly imperfect to ask my best friend to spend it like his quote
3: is there. I gave you the goddamn ring. Yeah, <laughs> a lifetime
0: of incredibly <laughs> safe and vul- vulnerable conversations. Holding hands on silent cab rides home, exhausted from great food and red wine, and oh the laughter. The Shut uncontrollable up. laughter. Shut
9: the f up Ooh,
2: you, somebody wrote this. Listen to this. Wait,
0: you've unlocked a dimension of love in me that I never
3: no, knew existed. Somebody wrote this stuff. I don't know. So another note records. here, Preston. Who whoever created the word world word vulnerable? <laughs> Putting an L before an N,
0: Come I know. On. Vulnerable. On, Stop that. As a broadcaster, I really try to put that L in there. I should vulnerable. make it an R.
3: Vernorable. Vulnerable.
0: <laughs> they, they yeah. should
7: make
0: vulnerable. Vulnerable. Vulnerable.
7: Vulnerable. Somebody call them. <laughs>
3: yeah. Call those guys. Who's that call- guy?
7: I mean, I think that guy. <laughs> I think
2: that's us.
0: We can do that. We can Yeah,
3: yeah by the powers invested in us. All right. I've spent years SCC. perfecting
0: the pronunciation of that word. Vulnerable. Don't go messing
3: with oh, I've worked on it. Uh, we gotta
5: be vulnerable. What about rural? That's a tough one as well. Rural. 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 Yeah. I'm good
0: with rural,
3: yeah. I'm good with vulnerable.
0: Rural? Rural. You know what yeah. word I have a hard time rural. saying? Toyota.
2: <laughs> you don't, though. You say that, when and I, you say it perfectly. When I do
0: the Dell Toyota ads, by the time I get to the third Toyota, my mouth goes, Tay-a.
3: You know what? Okay, hang on. Well, let me tell you this before you, you yeah, get to yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, there is a, a, I told you this. this. is a commercial that runs. The guy who's doing the commercial is an owner of a Toyota dealership.
5: By the end of the spot,
3: he's saying Tota. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
5: uh, how about instead of vulnerable or vulnerable, just Vulnerable.
7: Vernable?
5: Vernable. 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 Does that work? Do we need to make I don't that know. phone call? I don't know. Okay. No. What I do see is a conversation later on
0: of what do you have a hard time pronouncing? All right, word guy. What word? Can <laughs> word you, guy. What word can you not say? Word guy. Not even a hello.
5: All right, take the
0: out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what?
5: No, I was going to say there's a name that I loved that I would have loved to have named a child, my child, but it's too is hard. It vulnerable? It's Rory.
0: Rory. I a like good the name, name Rory, but that's not hard to say. No. no. Yeah. Ha. Huh? For, for some people, it is okay. Rory, R- not Rory, Rory. Okay, Stop Rory.
2: saying it like that.
0: <laughs> Ro- Rory, yeah. Like, yeah. what does it? What does a lion do?
5: Roar. Wait, Roar. did you go to college? And that lion Rory. is very Rory. Yes, he won't okay. stop roaring. Did. did I go to where? College. Yeah. <laughs> I did go to college.
6: <laughs> That's Casey's word. College. College.
5: All right. <laughs> Enough, Enough of this word. <laughs> It's a thing that is said in this area. It's not no, just. It's not. Yes, it is. College. Go into Northeast Philadelphia and ask anybody what holy. Well, that's a university. Uh, <laughs> Northeast Philly. Done,
0: what school did you go to after high school?
5: College. College. You're the, the only
2: person the I've ever heard say that.
3: Show currently. Yeah.
5: It is not. It is a Northeast accent. Northeast Philadelphia accent, no doubt. Yes, it is. Casey's. Yes. <laughs> huh. Okay. All right. <sighs> Later on, maybe. <sighs> hey, we'll... I'm the same way, man. I'm eyeing uh- with you because yes. it is. Okay. Right. Listen, listen, we're in the entertainment r-
0: report here, yeah. and I got to get back to entertaining. Come, Come on, here. God damn it. All right. Hulk Hogan took to Twitter on Monday to clarify his relationship status after speculation stirred online. Uh, the pro wrestling icon said that he and his second wife, Jennifer McDaniel, are now divorced and that he has a new girlfriend named Sky. Uh, so he took the face. He said, uh, Yo Maniacs, <clears throat> excuse me, Yo Maniacs, just for the record, the Facebook and Instagram posts are of me and my girlfriend, Sky. Gonna
3: get a little vulnerable with you here.
0: I'm officially divorced. <laughs> Sorry, I thought everyone already knew uh, love. Uh, Love my maniacs for life, he wrote. Uh,
3: Uh, This guy, by the way, is a yoga instructor, Preston. Oh, is she? Oh,
0: yes, she is. Okay, so Hogan filed divorce papers last October. McDaniel responded to the petition in the same day that it was filed. Hogan paid McDaniels uh, a one-time lump sum of cash and bought her a new car in the divorce. Uh, The amount is not listed in the legal documents. The has agreed to a non disparagement clause, according to the divorce papers, which prevents both parties from uh, talking about the relationship without approval from the other.
3: Yeah, so it, it seemed to, uh, it caught a lot of people by surprise because it just sort of happened. I um, mean,
0: Daniel's also holding on to a property that she purchased with Hogan in Palm Isle, Florida, and the wrestling alum will keep their Clearwater mansion.
3: I was uh, watching an interview with Hulk Hogan. He's really a good interview. He's really conversive. Yeah. And he was talking about how Andre the Giant hated uh, macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, really? He hated him. Did he say why? Um, because he thought he thought he was too preening and and full of crap.
5: You know, like okay. in, insincere. Has nothing to do with his like virulent drug addiction, the cocaine Co- habit. Yeah, I'm sure that could have been part of it. Man, but... we saw that firsthand.
3: Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know
0: I've revealed this story, but before, but but uh, Randy Savage and Gorgeous George, who's a female wrestler, came by the studios <laughs> at uh, Y100. They walked in, dead tired. Did we we're like, oh, this is going to be a horrible interview. They were just like non conversive whatsoever. They both went to the bathroom, so we had this. This was a uh, the the radio station was a former apartment, yeah. Uh, so uh, it, it the bathroom you went into was like a regular bathroom know, bathroom that you would find in your home. It was a small one. Both of them went in together. Okay, <laughs> they spent a little time in there. They come back out and
10: they were ready to go, brother. Yeah. They were ready to go for the interview, right? Oh, yeah. And she's oh, like, yeah. They
0: clearly went in, in and did a couple bumps oh, yeah, uh, yeah. to get ready for the interview. So, uh, yeah. All right. Well, interesting. I did not know yeah. that uh, Andre hated Randy Savage. All right. Let's see what else we have here for you. Uh, Entertainment reports that Dancing with the Stars alum Maxim Trumarkovsky. Trem- You'll never be able to say Vulnerable uh successfully evacuated ukraine and made it to poland by the whole time oh, this thing is when this is over
3: i will have figured out how he to say his <laughs> name i hear you and i understand your pain i can't do it either on tuesday Ch- chmorkovsky is um,
2: it no no you're pressing your when you Chmer, when you when you finally get it you are saying it correctly and i only know this because he was on dancing with the stars
0: uh posted to his instagram stories i'm in poland along with the ukrainian polish flags." And a prayer emoji. Also, uh, Sean Penn on Monday posted a photo to Twitter and shared that he and two colleagues walked for miles to the Polish border, leaving their car in Ukraine. Uh, And he wrote, uh, almost all the cars in this photo carry women and children only, mostly without any sign of luggage and a car, their only possession of value. Uh, So those seem to be the two celebs that are kind of checking in
3: uh, from that
0: area. Yeah, uh, according to TNZ, Euphoria star Sidney Sweeney was spotted wearing a giant diamond ring in Los Angeles on Monday. And fans are speculating that she's likely engaged to her longtime boyfriend, Jonathan DeVino. Isn't she the
3: it girl from Euphoria? Uh, oh, or I don't, don't know.
0: I'm not really sure. Yeah. So uh, Sydney Sweeney probably sounds like an it girl to me, Steve. And Nick just pulled up a picture.
3: She looks like an it girl. Yep. Yeah, we'll go with an it girl. Let's go with an it girl. How about that? A cousin it girl. Uh,
0: Julianne Hoff is headed to the Great White Way. The actress and singer will make her Broadway debut in POTUS or Behind Every Great Dumbass Are Seven Women Trying to Keep Him Alive. That's the name of the show. Uh, So Hoff stars in a hilarious compilation video alongside co-stars Vanessa Williams, Rachel Dratch, Susie Nakamura, uh, Leah Delaria, Lily Cooper, and Julie White to share the news. The actresses will play... The seven women in the title of the play, which, according to an official description, is, quote, a riotous comedy about the women in charge of the man in charge of the free world. Uh, In an interview with the New York Times, uh, POTUS playwright Selena Fillinger, who is behind The Morning Show, uh, said that she started writing it six years ago, uh, adding of her inspiration, For years we've had this endless cycle of headlines about powerful men abusing their power, and each time I was fascinated by the women orbiting the men and enabling them. And she said, uh, The more I started to think about these women, the farce started to write itself. So it's a Broadway role uh, for Juliana Hoff, which is cool. I like her.
3: We should send them our shart sound effect if they want to use that during the stage presentation. Yeah, maybe. It might add something to it. <laughs> Uh, TV Line reports that HBO
0: scrapped the Larry David story the day before the documentary was expected to premiere. This is a wild story. On Monday, HBO posted on Twitter, the Larry David show story is being postponed. Instead, Larry has decided he wants to do it in front of a live audience. Hmm. Stay tuned for more information. So I don't have- know what that means. This
3: is like a four-hour... Two part documentary
7: on Larry David, is it not?
3: That's yeah. my understanding. And they sit down,
7: they talk about Seinfeld, they talk about all the, the was it Friday Night Live, right? He right? Was on, yeah. The, yeah, it's his whole career, and then uh, the success that happened after Curb. So uh, I guess they're
0: going to recoincere it a little bit, but they they will have to. I would imagine maybe after he does this live
3: thing, release that, right? I mean, well, yeah. I mean, think they put all that work into it. They're not. They're not going to. Yeah, they're not going to scrap it. I just. I, I don't know how much redoing <laughs> they can do on it. Yeah. According to Entertainment Tonight, new guest hosts for the Wendy Williams
0: Show have been announced. Uh, Kim Whitley, Finesse Mitchell, uh, Remy Ma, Fat Joe. Fat Joe? Yeah, they got Fat Joe. They got Fat Joe. Sherry Shepard,
3: Carson Kressley, and Vivica A. Fox. Whoa, right? wait, wait, wait a second here. So I thought Sherry Shepard was announced as sort of the... She's getting her own show. Right, she's getting yeah. her own show. So yes. Wendy Williams Show, will stay on with these guests. I now. thought, I th- okay. So I, all right. That makes sense then. Until the point that Sherry Shepherd show is ready, I guess Sherry so. Shepard show. Um... Well, they, I don't. I didn't see anything saying that,
0: that officially that the Sherry Shepherd show will replace the Wendy Williams show. So Steve, I have no idea. I very well could be. It seemed that that's the case. Huh. But I haven't heard definitively yet. Um, so they're all slated to guest host uh, through the month of March. So we'll see where that goes. And then finally, uh, TV Line reports at Apple TV Plus has ordered the series Metropolis, based on the 1927 movie from Sam Esmail.
3: Oh, I love that movie.
0: Uh, the creator of Mr. Robot, uh, by the way. The original film's description reads, Metropolis takes place in 2026, when the populace is divided between workers who must live in the dark underground and the rich who enjoy a futuristic city
3: of splendor. Have you ever seen the original Fritz Lang, Metropolis? Yeah, so they, they obviously it's a classic silent film, still with pretty amazing effects, and then they re-released it with a sort of a rock um, soundtrack that went along with it. Mm-hmm. Huh. And uh, it still holds up, man. It's got some amazing imagery. We're ready for the clips. So let's get to them. You want, Chris? Uh Super
0: pumped. The battle for Uber details the rapid rise and fall of Uber CEO Travis Kalanick. Uh, And in this clip, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who stars as Kalanick, is that how you say his name, or Kalanick, I'm not sure, compares the businessman's life to musical legends. Here we go.
5: These entrepreneurs do fit into a certain sort of uh, rock star bucket, don't they? And you could compare the rise and fall of Travis Kalanick to the rise and fall of Frey Mercury in the Queen movie or Ray Charles in, in in the Ray movie. Maybe the difference is an entrepreneur like this isn't just making art. An entrepreneur like this is building systems that heavily impact a lot of people.
8: What the hell are you talking about? <laughs>
5: Kalanick, there you
0: go. Uh, new episodes of Super Pumped premiere Sunday nights and You've
7: that lost is I'm sure Like halfway through that. <laughs> Alright,
0: here's the next clip. When a man wakes up with no memory in an Australian hospital, he must use what few clues he has to discover his identity before his past catches up with him in The Tourist. Huh. And here our star Jamie Dornan talks about playing a character with amnesia. Well,
1: it's interesting because usually my process when you're when you're playing someone is you do all the backstory, you try to build this idea of who they is, and then you try to forget it all because
0: as human beings, we don't go through life always going, oh, I better remember, uh, uh, like, that incident in school. Like, you just, like, you, you know it, and then you let you let it go, and it just lives somewhere in the sort of the, the sidelines. I don't even know who the hell
7: you are. Uh, the Tourist is coming soon to HBO Max. Can I make a uh, correction on a mistake I made earlier? Yes. Sure. Uh, Natalie Emanuel, whose birthday it is today, she is not in the morning show. I was wrong about is that. She's not? No, it's I today. thought she was. Is her, name, her name is Gugu Mbatha-Raw. Uh, uh, they look very similar. Uh, uh, and wait, so- I've seen her in something else then. <laughs> yeah, uh, they, they're they very, both gorgeous women, and they both yeah. look similar. They have similar hairstyles, but um, they are different women, and Gugu is the one who is in the morning
0: show. Okay, all right, cool. Uh, thank you very much. Oh.
7: Loki? She's in Loki. There we go. Oh, she's excellent in Loki. Yep, that's right. I was
0: scrolling down. That's where I have seen her. What a wonderful world. It is a wonderful world. And welcome to this wonderful (laughs) world, dear friend. On Wednesday, we have a secret text word. Your chance to win a four-pack of tickets for uh, the Philly Auto Show. And uh, that's going on March uh, 5th through the 13th. So this week at the PA Convention Center. If you're interested... Text the word SECRET to 39333, and we'll send a word back to you, and then we'll also grab one uh, randomly. So why not go for it? Let's take a break. Come back in a second. Don't forget, we're going live on Fox Good Day as well this morning. So stay put. We'll return shortly.
1: What's new? Live ask? Foo Fighters. Love Shine Down. Out here on We live like no Lilith Czar.
0: New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Thanks you, cat Ka- Thanks you, Kathy. Thank <laughs> you. Thanks you, really?
3: Kathy.
2: No, thanks you.
0: Good morning, good morning it. it. Thanks you, Kathy. <laughs>
3: thanks you. you know. <laughs> That's the answer to good morning, <laughs> it. Good morning, it. Thanks, thanks you, you, Kathy.
2: <laughs> um, See, we makeup. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> thank
0: you, Kathy. My college. Let's pound the pavement and head on the streets of our fine area friends. scooby wow, wow. mm mm we're gonna go to, the, to hit the streets with college graduate <laughs> city beat I got some stories in our region actually i thought about renaming a part of this section Jersey side because I have a lot of New Jersey stories and we had we had a lengthy Jersey discussion yesterday on the pumping of gas we- and the uh, possible changing of that law yeah
3: I mean let's face it it's a, it's a big part of our, our situation our experience here is what goes on in New Jersey but They have streets, too. They do have streets in New Jersey. So uh, they also have uh, plastic bags,
0: but not for long. The New Jersey bag ban, uh, the single-use plastic bags in most instances, and paper bags at large grocery stores in several weeks will be done.
3: So I'm I'm surprised about the paper bags because those are, you know, and and you'll still find a lot. By the way, I still find a lot of places that that here have plastic bags. Uh, the one thing I have noticed, though, Preston, I don't know if you've noticed this, that uh, what happens is a lot of people will go in uh, at like Chihuahua and they're buying those bags constantly. Like, mm-hmm. they they like a quarter, you get the red bag, the red Wawa bag. Have you seen them? No. Huh? Okay. So th- the one I go into, they've basically replaced the ones they would give you, the plastic bag. If you want a bag, you can request it. It's 25 cents, it's one of those red bags. But you'll see those, like, thrown around. Like, people will walk out, put stuff in their car. I do it all
5: the time. Yeah, yeah. I, and as a matter of fact, every single time I go into a supermarket or a while, I leave my reusable bag in a car. You know, and Wawa's are even dumber because, like, I, I'm i even closer to my car than, like, my supermarket or whatever. You're right but there. Yeah. I'm right there. I could just go back out to my car. But a lot of times, at Wawa, I'm only getting a few things anyway. I will just say I don't need a bag. Right. You know, but I will be at the checkout line at the supermarket, and I'll go... Damn, I got to buy another one of those bags, you know, or, or a, a few different bags. Yeah. And, like, I, and I have reusable bags. They're always on me in my car. Rochelle is really good about taking the bags
0: and I <laughs> always forget. And we and we have, I bought her a bunch of, of bags, as you know, just, like, stocking stuff for gifts and things like that. Uh, and she's got some really nice ones. They're, they're, they're coolly decorated. They're, like, nice. They won't rip
3: apart. Yeah, that's really so, nice. So
0: I just got to, she, and she's like, okay, I'm going to go out and buy a bunch and throw them in your car and have them there ready to go.
3: Honestly, so... It's, it's, it's a chance for the businesses to make more money. Put a bag kiosk at the checkouts so that if you want to buy your... Because people will buy them over and over and over again because they're going to do exactly what you do, Case. You end yeah. up there and
7: you go, all right, just give me the
3: freaking bag.
0: I You'll eventually a- remember if after a while. Well, I'm yeah, I, it, you know. I've gotten to
7: the point where I do. I remember now I have eight or nine of them in my, in my car. I always keep them in my car. You know, when I bring the groceries into the house, I then put them back out in the car because otherwise I won't uh, remember. But I have the ones that are like the freezer bags. You know, I, have the, I have God them. bless you because I, I, Nick, I have I have a bag full of a quarter of a million bags. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. that that, so do put, I? that Kathy, stops me from closing the door all the way. Kathy, I think you'd be proud because my my bags are organized by like temperature control. So I have the freezer bags on the left part, right, and right, then right. the yeah. fridge bags in the You're middle. Good. And then, yeah, and then just the, like, the rather, uh, regular, regular, um, I don't know, r- nylon bags. whatever you come to my right. house? Yes. Steve, I
2: have a basket of bags, and it gets in my way <laughs> in the garage.
7: Right, uh-huh. damn it, so the, I need a box for these bags. The bill
0: to ban bags and other single-use plastic items was signed into law in november of 2020 but uh, allowed for an 18-month lead-in time so that stores and consumers could prepare Uh, the ban will likely be the strictest in the nation uh, when it goes into effect on may 4th may the 4th be with you uh, banning all single-use bags at grocery stores and limiting the types of bags non-grocery stores can use but residents will likely have some questions about what the ban covers and how that will impact them. And I have the questions and answers. Here. Well,
3: I, I'm going to want to hear those. I think you could eliminate a lot of the issues surrounding this if you just mandated...
7: Steamer trunks. Okay, So that's how you would buy all your stuff. I uh, I take old plastic Wawa bags back into Wawa. I don't know if that's kosher or not. And like, when this ban goes into effect, is you're that... reusing them. I'm reusing yeah. a plastic yeah. bag. I so... think you are. You're right. recycling. As
3: they as they phase them out,
0: you may as well get multiple uses out of them. Right. I, I save all those bags and use them <laughs> for different. Okay. I cut the From...
3: nick on his yeah. stomach in a Wawa with yeah. his hands <laughs> and a twist. You know the cops are arresting you. Yeah. Uh, so
0: here you go. Uh, first of all, when does the, bag go into, uh, the uh, ban go into effect? New Jersey will ban the distribution of single-use plastic bags and certain types of takeout food containers starting on May 4th. Uh, so what's the deal with the paper bags? Why paper bags? So non-grocery and retail stores can still provide paper bags. Uh, so, a clothing retailer or a small bodega will be just fine to hand over your purchase in a paper bag.
3: Quick question, um, uh, City Beater: yep. uh, If, if, um, like you order food through uh, Uber Eats or something, does the will the food now come loose? Oh no! Will they just? Oh, oh, no burger out of their pocket. That may not qualify.
0: <laughs> uh, larger grocery stores, anything over 2,500 square feet, cannot give out paper bags. For reference, a trade publication says most grocery stores are between 12,000 and 40,000 square feet. So they will not be using paper bags. You need to bring your own bags. The New Jersey Food Council, a lobbying group for the grocery stores, specifically supported the inclusion of the paper bag restrictions. Like you said, it's going to be less cost for them.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Right? I mean, I, mean that, I assume that's why they're they're doing it as well as other things. Yeah. And listen, for those of you who are right
0: now thinking, you know, wow, what a hassle, you'll get used to it over time. It'll be no big deal. It'll be second nature to have your own bag after a while.
3: Well, uh, the one reason I eat, normally I'm like, oh, this is a pain in the ass. But the truth of the matter is I've had so many bags rip on me. Mm-hmm. I've had so many bags where the bottom comes out. Yep. I lost two, two bottles of water, you know, um, and uh, the, the bottom just tore right out. So if, a sturdier bag is probably a better thing. Yep. Uh, Bring your own bags.
0: Uh, Reusable or single use is just fine, they said. Uh, Be prepared to buy a reusable one at the register or carry out your purchase without a bag. Uh, Stores cannot require customers to purchase a reusable bag. Now, uh, also the question is, do other states also ban paper bags? No. New Jersey's bag ban is unique in its restriction on paper bags. They're
2: unique over there. Right.
0: (laughs) Big time. They're unique. Pump and your own gas. No
3: paper bags. Yeah. I'll tell you what you could do, and this might be kind of cool. Put a boat hitch on the back of your car. All right. Take your shopping cart out <laughs> and just <laughs> drive home with it right? to the back. You would have to get your own shopping cart, but yeah. Right. Or mm-hmm. keep taking the ones from the store, and then when you're done, just push it over, like, into a sump. Oh, okay. Yeah, You yeah. do that, too. Right? Hey, you, you, you're concerned about the environment. Uh,
0: New York's plastic bag ban went into effect in October, but still allows for paper bags. Stores can charge for those, though, mm-hmm. and yes, uh, it will be uh, unique to the country. Uh, and we were in Hawaii several years ago, went there for vacation, and at that time... If you wanted a bag, you had to buy it. You, or like, like the single use, the regular plastic bags. Uh, so you had to pay like
3: a dime or something. Which I'm like actually that. fine with. Because yeah. So Acme, though, I was in Acme, and they had large biodegradable bags. Like uh, like okay. a, almost like the same consistency. Now, I get kitty litter bags that are biodegradable. The right. special company makes them. Right. And we go through a lot of them. And um, so it, it seemed to be the same sort of, Material used in these acne bags. I don't know if that was they were just getting it, rid of them. And it said they were biodegradable. It did. Huh. I thought. All right, well, that's yeah. Cool. I'm, I'm probably wrong though. Uh, that's here, a good bet. Uh, here's
0: a text that says uh, we don't use any bags. Uh, we keep laundry baskets in the car and no just way. bring all the food back in uh, in the cart. That's and, a good idea. And then When you get out to your car, you put it in the basket. That's a great idea. Taking it in the house would be so much easier after that.
7: Yeah. Get a boat hitch. Okay. Put a drill on it. <laughs> yeah. All right.
3: Put a washing machine in it. Okay. Put your groceries in the washing you know machine.
7: You You should get a boat, too. Yeah.
3: yeah. As yeah. long as you have the hitch. Fill yeah. the boat with your groceries.
5: Yo, how many... We're how, saving the environment. <laughs> how much weight will you attempt to carry in at one time oh, as to... Dude.
4: I as will to carry <laughs> as
0: many
8: bags
5: yeah. as I can
0: possibly handle just to <laughs> cut down on the amount of trips. If I, I can get them all in one shot, oh yeah, yeah. I won't think... Think about how I'm going to open the door when no, no, I get no. in. All but, right. You know, I'll we try to get them all We specifically, Preston,
3: put a table next to our outdoor gate for for putting things down. So oh, I did, so you can open the gate. Right. Put yeah. the gate. So I blew my wife's mind the other day because I did four kitty litters, boxes of kitty <gasps> litters, two and two in each, in each hands. That's now Now That's 100 pounds. I, probably, yeah. Knife, I think, I, honestly, I've lost... Use of three fingers on each. Hand. See, that's what
2: I was going to yeah. say. Sometimes I feel like I'm losing blood circulation right, right. in certain fingers trying to carry yeah, all of the, yeah. all of the bags. In. It's right. a nightmare.
5: So we're getting to a close point where uh, the NFL Combine is going to happen. That's where they put all the college, stu- the sure. college, college, all the college, college students, students uh, and they'll like lift weights and yeah, they, they should will. have. They should have a husband combine, right? How many bags of groceries can you carry in at one time? Because like that is let me let me yeah. throw something into this <laughs> yeah. into this competition because I think it's great. <laughs> if you ever get like a um, if you ever go to
3: Costco uh, or, or BJ's and you get like um, uh, iced tea bottles and they come sort of in a heavy plastic wrap yeah, yeah. and there's an opening at the end. If you scoop your fingers under, yep. you can hold them, but. Yeah, you've got to hold them the right way because yes. no doubt, right? It'll you know, rip. you have to go like two knuckles deep, or else you're going to yeah. yeah. start tearing through. Mm-hmm.
2: even then add a cat that's trying to get outside <laughs> while you're coming in with all the bags and not having figured out how you're going to open the door, right. close it, and right. keep the cat inside.
5: How many twelve packs of soda can you carry in one hand? One hand, not arms. Two, because you know they had the, those little. In the yeah. boxes
0: or in the plastic. Oh. In the block, in the boxes. In one hand, I only go for one.
7: Really, yeah. uh, I do under the
11: arm.
0: and try to
5: do more Occasionally, two. If I bought like three. In one
7: hand, well, yeah, but like tucked underneath, like, yeah, because
5: you yeah, with your fingers, right? So yeah, because on the tops of those, the, yeah. I'm talking about the long one. on the cardboard yeah, right. lip. On the yeah, car- you can reach in. You can reach yeah. in, and you can put two fingers in the one, and yeah. then two fingers in the other. It, it's just pocket. It. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I can't, no, I couldn't do that. It's no as way. much
3: yes, a, uh, so it's, it's it is, there is a strategy to it because you have to know physics, yeah. you have
5: to know stress on the yeah. cardboard. Yes. The ability simply to lift it up isn't all you're going to be dealing with. But I can do, I can do six uh, in one sitting or, or in one carry because you get two in each hand and then. One under your arms. One under your arms. Yeah. You know I, what I'm, I'm saying? I hear
0: you. You're, right. you're yeah. a, uh, you're definitely a champ. I would. <laughs> Thank How you. How many man. angel
3: yeah. food cakes? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, all right, so anyhow, the, the plastic bag ban in New Jersey is uh, going into effect on uh, May 4th. Why are all the calls lighting up? Did, it, did we say something? One other question, Preston. Yes.
3: Can you pump your own gas into shopping bags Only in New New if it's a bring your own bag.
0: Uh, hang on, we'll go to a couple calls here. We're doing the city beat, and I have some other things to get to, but right. uh, people are interested in chatting. So let me go to Darlene. Hey, Darlene, good morning. Hey, good morning.
8: How are you?
0: Wonderful, Darlene. What's up?
6: Okay, so I so if I shop at Aldi's, I will bring my bags with me because that's a requirement. But if I go to, um, you know, Giant or Acme or whatever, I bring my bags with me. Mm -hmm. But then I have an awkward situation because the cashier will just automatically start putting my
8: stuff in the plastic grocery bags, And then then I'm too awkward to tell them that I have my own bags. So then I just go along with it. And then I take my bags with me home.
0: (laughs) Well, you can speak up. It's not going to be that awkward for them, I don't think. Would
3: you ever consider bringing a gun with you? What is it? Just bring a gun. <laughs> fill up this bag. No, I, I I've I've seen that happen where people don't mention it in time and they have their own bags with them. Here's
0: here's where I forget to do it, okay? When because we do
3: the self checkout a right.
0: lot. Is when, thank you by the way, darling. If you bring your own bags, you have to hit the you know, I brought my own bag thing, uh, and then you have to put your bag on because your bag might weigh something I, I hate and that. it has to be on the, the little shelf there so oh. that it calculates the weight. Uh,
5: Okay, so, uh, so... Go ahead. I, I
3: learned I something, something about that definitely this. drives me crazy. So
5: when you're doing that, Preston, after you put the bag or your item on the little scale after mm-hmm. you, you've uh, scanned it, yep. when the little button on, your, on the computer screen turns green again, mm-hmm. you can take whatever item you put on that scale off.
0: Oh, on the scale to like weigh produce and no, stuff like that? No, no, no. I'm,
5: I'm describing this wrong.
0: So, so you where where you're you're gonna bag your stuff? Yeah, you, you put it over there, and it and it senses that you have you have paid for this now, and you've placed it over. Here.
5: And then because that little thing okay. will either say like finished okay. pay on it. When that lights back up green again, you can take that and put it wherever you want. I didn't okay. know that.
0: Okay, I didn't that's I didn't know cool. That either. All right. I thought it held an accumulative weight the whole nah, time. nice thought too. All right. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, what else is this? What does this say? It says no. Wait. Uh, Not this one. Uh, the WMMR Life Olympics, pumping gas, carrying groceries, I'm in for this competition. <laughs> no, Casey and Steve dress like Tom Cruise in cocktail serving up gas.
7: No, that one wasn't as interesting. Okay. No. <laughs> uh, let me
0: see. I have some other things from City Beat, and uh, we'll stay in New Jersey uh, for this one. Uh, this is pretty cool. Marissa pointed this out to me. I didn't get a chance to mention this yesterday. But over the weekend, a Twitter user from Arizona pointed out, ...that Ukraine's official Twitter follows New Jersey. The the account at Ukraine is a verified account whose description identifies it as the official Twitter account of the nation... ...and it only follows 24 other accounts. Nearly all are sovereign nations, like Lithuania, Sweden, and Japan... And at njgov, the official Twitter account for the state of New Jersey. Is there a particularly oh
3: high Ukrainian population in New Jersey? I don't know.
5: I, I wonder be. if it has anything to do.
7: There's a decent amount of uh, Ukrainians and Russians in the in Northeast. Yeah, really. Yes. Um, yeah, we had a guy that was uh, doing some work in our house who was uh, a yeah.
0: Belarusian. I guess is that how you describe Belarusian? Belarusian. But I want.
5: So in the summers. A lot of times uh, people from Eastern Europe will come over for summertime jobs at uh the Jersey Shore. I can't be the reason why. They're, They're coming over here for you? No, 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 no. For summer jobs. No oh, I you said I short. can't be the reason. No, I said that can't oh, be the I'm reason sorry. why. <laughs> New Jersey is. Listen, I, I'll, I'll take a lot of. I the I
3: misunderstood. But... I'm like, wow. I, I don't know why that would be the impetus. <laughs> Dude, so, a, a Twitter user, real quick, Nick. A, a Twitter
0: user named uh, P underscore Nut pointed this out. <laughs> whoever runs, they, they said, whoever runs a Ukraine account replied back, hmm. writing, asking. They, they said, why are they following New Jersey? And they wrote back. Whoever runs his Ukraine account wrote back. Because they're cool. <laughs> well,
7: they have. Right. They posted funny uh, tweets over the last few years, especially during the pandemic. And, like, you know, the humor helps you get through. And New Jersey's Twitter account was was pretty funny, is pretty funny. Uh, so I can get that. It's just interesting because they're not the only funny Twitter account out there. And yet they are the only state that the Ukraine follows. Uh, they follow a whole bunch of other countries, um, especially European countries. But that's the, the only U.S. state on there. And, and, by the way, they don't follow, like, the official... USA account. Right. They follow New uh, is Jersey. Is there an official USA Twitter account? That's a good question. There's a Mexican one. So
0: Governor Phil Murphy said, I think it's an incredible source of pride. The official Ukrainian Twitter feed follows twenty four accounts of the world. In the entire world. One in uh one in the United States, and it's ours. So you talk about wearing that as a badge of honor. Uh we the,
3: support your gas pumping policies. The
0: NJ Gov <laughs> account has gained four hundred thousand plus followers and national media attention. Uh, for its often uh, snarky and offbeat takes at uh, sibling-like teasings of Delaware and other yeah. states, uh, so it may not be a surprise that some uh, that that uh, to some that Ukraine took notice of it. So uh, interesting, right? Yeah. All right. Let's see what else we got. Are we staying in New Jersey? Yeah, I got one more Jersey. Wow, wow. And then uh, then if we have time, we'll we'll jump over to Philly. Uh, Camden Adventure Aquarium, I mentioned this the other day, has brought back one of their most uh, popular exhibits in celebration of the aquarium's 30th birthday, Mermaids, is open once again to Philadelphians and beyond every Thursday through Sunday to March 13th.
3: I've always loved shows like this. Do you remember years ago, Preston, there was a thing called Watchy, which no, was, it? it was, I, uh, down in Florida is where we saw it, and it was the mermaid show, where they would have, like, hoses down there, and they'd... Do all the underwater ballet. Yeah. And it was kind of the thing you'd go see, you, and you'd, you know, it's like you were in an aquarium, and um, I thought it was so cool. That is cool. Uh, so the mythical creatures come to life through
0: the efforts of talented performers. The experience features mermaids swimming underwater in the Shark Realm exhibit, which also happens to hold the largest collection of sharks on the entire East Coast.
3: We have ourselves a situation down here. All right. <laughs> uh, the mermaids
0: will also be among the rays in their own beach club. Or visitors can enjoy a one-on-one visit with a mermaid on dry land in their mermaid grotto, while their professional photos can be taken. Uh, kids can also create a magical mermaid tail or a pirate hat craft with the help of an adventure aquarium team member, and all guests can also get their face painted uh, as well. We used to uh, when my kids were younger, we we got uh, a membership uh, to the aquarium. We went there regularly. It's great. We I still have it. one. Yeah, yeah, and I, I have not been in a while I would like to get uh, back over there.
3: Have you ever tried to swim in, in one of those um uh, they they had the 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 swim fins for a while where your your feet were together mm. and you would you I've would, never tried that. Yeah. No. It looks hard. It is hard, but you move. You move. You yeah.
0: move. Yeah, so I would like to try that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh we have done the swim with the sharks. We did we did that like three or four times. Uh, at the aquarium, which was really, really cool. Do you know
3: what, I th- what I'd is, like to do it again. The uh what I think is one of the wild side things of the of the aquarium is the porcupines. It's like Yeah. yeah. It's like And they have a hippos. In the aquarium? Yeah. And you have yeah. porcupine. porcupine. Like yeah. what the hell's
0: a porcupine doing in an aquarium? <laughs> uh the funnest part about watching the hippos is watching them poop. When they take a dump, oh it is God. it's it's just amazing. And they're they're underwater and and you they have uh, uh, it's a it's a glass wall so you yes. can see them under the water and uh, yes they will blow a giant amount of debris out of their ass we
3: had the <laughs> yes exactly we had the uh uh opportunity to go back when they brought them back and they feed them bok choy yes so they brought the there are you see these huge cement pillars like what is this about and they, re- they actually retract into the into the floor and then they start raising up they bring the hippos in and when you're standing alongside a hippo oh, yeah. and that maw opens up there's a, there's a picture we use all the time of Marissa standing with in front of the one with the, the mouth open up it's yep. like amazing
0: yes they are uh, they're magnificent big creatures probably.
3: and uh they can kill you in a second
0: yes they can and do many times uh so yeah you can check out the uh, the mermaid experience now and uh there's also you know a lot of uh Uh, There are different little packages that you can buy and do at the aquarium that you may not be aware of, so you may want to check out their website. I
3: love the anchovy exhibit. That was great. The anchovy exhibit. I did not (laughs) see that one yet. The world of anchovies. All right.
0: uh, Let's see what else. Let's move into Philly. Let's go into the the cité. Um, This sounds like a lot of fun. This sounds uh, like it has Marissa written all over it, Uh, but dining in the dark. Ooh. Is currently running. It's like at, the
3: opposite of Dinner on Blanc.
0: Uh, the Twisted Tail in Headhouse Square. They're doing that every Wednesday through March. Uh, and it's uh, three courses, three different options to choose from, meat, seafood, and vegan. And diners are led on a journey of senses utilizing taste and smell, and sight is on the back burner. So you're blindfolded, and they bring this stuff out to you. Uh, what if they you put you try poop in front of you? Uh, well, then you're going to have <laughs> an interesting poop? dining experience. <laughs> I would love to do this. It's on a Wednesday night. I'll never go do it because it's in the middle of the week. But I would love to do something like this. this is exactly Marissa. Yes, totally. Marissa, have you ever done one of these, Dining in the Dark, not knowing what you're eating things?
9: No, I've been to Twisted Tail. I was actually the very last table at Twisted Tail before they closed for the pandemic.
3: Oh no! Uh What if you accidentally reach for the candle on the table? Well,
9: I was thinking about that. Like (laughs) if you're like grabbing somebody else, or like your forks bang into each other, or something like that. But I think it's pretty interesting. And Twisted Tail has great food and a great bourbon program, Preston.
7: Oh, Mm -hmm. really? Yeah. What did did it used to be, Maurice? Was that um, Dickens Inn? It looks like it was right right Dickens in you. Yeah, in that section of town, I mean, there's been a lot of turnover over the years. I don't remember what it used to be. Yeah, it's okay. Right off the
9: street from Cavanaugh's, yeah, yeah, Bloomsday.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah,
7: yeah.
0: Uh, so the venue is completely blacked out on its second floor with just huh. a few candles to light the way. And while you sign in and wait, a server comes to lead you to your table. As you order drinks, you're then instructed to put on your blindfold. <laughs> and each time a course is brought out, servers give you hints on how to eat it, and then you just go uh, and give it a shot. Okay. Yeah.
3: It's Interesting. So Stacey it's, thinks
5: it's, it's stupid. It's carrying the chef's table to a, a whole nother right. level. Right. I just, there's going to be a ton of knocked over glasses. <laughs> yeah. fires. No, you, you would have to be careful. You would so when
3: you go to the bathroom, do they unzip you <laughs> <laughs> so I would imagine what you would
0: train yourself to do is if you, when you're reaching for something on the table, you put your hands flat on the table oh, yeah. and run your fingers out like this. Sure. So you know <laughs> that's baked Alaska. But also, how would you know exactly where the food is on your plate? Yeah, I know. You know, unless they're they're serving a lot of finger foods, so you would have to
3: assume that's in like a big bowl of mashed potatoes.
0: <laughs> but I would love to try it. I would love to try it in and see how my taste buds react to. Can I tell what I'm eating? Without
3: the benefit of visually. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that's cool. Yeah. So uh, each course, uh, with each course, the room tries to guess what was served. So people there can kind of converse with each other and try and figure out and and describe what they uh, tasted. Uh, The event was created to not only offer an innovative experience for the users, but also to create an opportunity for those who have been adversely affected by the pandemic by partnering with world-class venues and leading chefs Producers and restaurateurs at uh, and release states. This, I got this article from the Metro, by the way. So,
3: so you, yeah, it, it's it's nothing you would do. It's nothing I would do. But if you're adventurous, that would be
0: you know. I'd like to try it. Like during the
3: week, though, is the only day. Right, right. Yeah. right. It's a 90 minute uh, wow.
0: event that's every Wednesday, and uh, tickets are currently available on Fevers Marketplace online for eighty dollars per person. That's what like I watch uh, Japanese flirty dancing. <laughs> Sorry, I'm all booked yeah, yeah. up. All right, what else we have here for you? City beat back into Philly again. Center City District Sips. Was on hiatus, but will finally return after two years. Yeah. This was a
3: big thing, and I I'm, I yeah. wasn't
7: familiar with the uh, with the legend. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it became really really popular, and uh, it sucked that it went away. I mean, it is a really good gathering. Is was, was cool uh, exposure to new beers, old beers, whatever. It's just it was a cool thing to have in Center City, and quite frankly, Center City has suffered a lot over the last two years. You know, businesses uh, haven't returned, sure, and and uh, restaurants have, have suffered. So anything to get people to come down and hang out, especially like in nicer weather and hours. So it's hours across stuff. the city, yeah. So, there's a bunch of different locations. Uh, I think some of the more popular ones were near, like, um, Independence Hall, Marissa, in, in that area. She would know better than me. Oh, hang on me. a second here. Go ahead, Bruce.
9: Yeah, the biggest ones are right, actually, on Market Street, right, right. by the... Um uh, the office buildings. Oh, okay. So, like, Pagano's actually had a huge one. Um, Pagano's really? downstairs, their center city location. If you guys remember years and years ago, I tried to explain to you guys that Wednesday was the new Thursday. Yes. <laughs> for going out because people And we would mocked be, you. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yes. Um, story of my life. Uh, because <laughs> Thursday... People start going to the shore. So Wednesday was the day that Center ah. City would try to get people to stay in town, go to happy hour because the. What that people sense.
0: start? Wait, what people start going to the shore on Thursday? People, people don't work
9: on Friday. Oh
2: God! I for years before I started working for you guys, I went to the shore um, Thursday. I would leave after work at midnight. And that was that was why did you
0: have Friday off?
2: I it was just my schedule. I had I would have Friday off and I wouldn't go in until Monday at three thirty. So I would go I would leave for the shore on Thursday. So people
0: who work four day work weeks can do the Thursday or work from home or
2: work from home or
7: or or a lot of
2: of the people that I had the shore house with. Teachers? No, a lot of people that I had the Shore House with were um, sales reps, so they would do Uh. their sales calls in Jersey on Friday, so they would come down Thursday night, leave during the day on Friday, go to their Jersey visits, and then come back down.
9: Mm. Yeah, summer Fridays is a big incentive for businesses to get younger people, too. Fridays off during the summer.
3: Oh, that's a big enticement to get people to yeah. uh, to come work for your place? Yep. All right. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. All, right. All right. Hell yeah. We do be, that right. here. Damn right. I'd be on board for that. No we problem. We always phone
0: Friday show in. <laughs> yeah, but we physically have to be here. Yeah, true, true. That's the sucky
2: part. Well, that's why we have to start broadcasting from the shore somewhere. I
0: Someone know. has actually <laughs> talked about that and, and mentioned that recently in a, in an, uh, in a hallway
3: discussion. Sure. It'll be a shore along the Delaware River.
0: All right. All right. So anyhow, they're eyeballing uh June. Uh, and the fourteen week program will be back and possibly bigger than ever according to the center city district. So
3: what if they did the SIPS program blindfolded? Oh that'd be so good it's just deal. walking around city streets with a blindfold. Oh on. actually
7: walking around, you you leave it on the whole time? <laughs> Our blind friend uh, Tucker texted in and said, "There's nothing exciting about eating in the dark." <laughs>
3: <laughs> to him, it's just Wednesday night
7: dinner. <laughs> right,
0: yeah. All right, that's it. City beat. We got to take a break. Casey's it's wrapping it up. Gotta go. Yep, we got to go. go live on Fox Good CD Day. So gotta go. take a break. And we'll be right back. It's Stay with us.
1: Go. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to wmmr.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're about
0: to go live on Fox Good Day, so we'll delve into the traffic after we have this conversation right
8: here.
4: Oh, we have a good question for Preston and Steve. So, we found this guy is taking heat online after he upgraded to business class on a flight while his wife had to stay in coach. (laughs) Uh, how would that fly with you, Steve? <laughs> that
3: would not fly at all. Not at all. No, no. Uh, I wouldn't even fly with my wife. No, no. <laughs> no, no. He she, she actually does a lot of traveling. And a lot of times, uh, I'm not bad out of, you know, first class or business class. But, but uh, you know, um, that anything like that, I don't know why you would do that. You're setting yourself up for a titanic fight. All right. I have questions, though.
0: Okay. Right. So... Is he a large person? Is he is physically wise? I'm tall. I'm over six feet tall. You know. Okay. Is it's a point. Did uh, did she insist that he sat in business class? Because sometimes that would be though. the case. What?
2: <laughs> she didn't mean it, though. Maybe she said, oh, you can do it. But she oh, what, are you, what are you talking
0: She it. didn't mean it. you know her
2: personally, <laughs> Alex? <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm just saying it's a thing women do. We'll be like, oh, it's fine, and it's not fine. No, no, but, but, like, maybe, but
0: maybe not she, if, she insisted, I, if she insisted multiple times,
1: there's only so many <laughs> insistence that I can okay, handle. Okay, so can okay you it want once, it that two, way. You know what I mean?
3: Two
2: times, we can insist. All
9: right. That's you it. know,
3: you make, uh, here's what you do, and I can advise any husband, make a deal with your wife that you will get a veterinarian to sedate you, and you will d- fly with the pets. <laughs>
8: yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah.
3: <laughs> to me, that, one of in those
4: carriers have a lot of room, and this way you don't get into these fights.
6: <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: Right? Preston, I- you want to hear my excuse? Please, yeah. Mike. Yes. <laughs> um... I have claustrophobia for some reason. <laughs> late onset claustrophobia on airplanes. Oh, so I will say I need to fly first or business because of my claustrophobia. And women will volunteer to sit in the back. Oh
3: my God! Okay, Are you sure. Because you have you have that. Up there, you have those two or three additional inches where you can breathe. (laughs) And the claustrophobia immediately goes away. Is the claustrophobia based on seat size or the fuselage?
2: Well, I'll tell you this. He also does this when riding in the cars. It's so bad to the point where I don't ever sit in the front. I already know. Really? I'm going to be riding the car with Mike. I have to go in the back seat.
0: Uh, do you get car sick, Mike? Is that the reason for that? Or is, no, it, is it the claustrophobia sick, but...
2: scam, too? <laughs> <laughs> it's the scam. <laughs> 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 he can't even come up with anything. <laughs> we're waiting, look at, Mike. Look at Mike is look at
3: working me. this. <laughs> yeah. Anyway.
2: anyway By the way, work we're yeah. Yeah.
3: Is that working restaurants? If I'm in an elevator
4: with other people, <laughs> I get sick. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think he's speechless. This is the
4: first time. In fact, I'm getting a little claustrophobic. We right
2: still
5: time. haven't gotten any of the details behind why this ended up happening on this flight. And right. so, oh. and I think details in this case matter. And by the way, Alex, say what you mean and mean what
4: you say. it. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll do better. We're tired of trying to figure out these codes. <laughs> the game. Um, they're both very young. One's, uh, he's 25, she's 24. Okay. And... It's a flight to Japan that's going to take 12
0: oh. hours. Oh. <laughs> no, did not he know that option. detail.
4: <laughs> yeah, he
2: had the option to use his air miles to upgrade. So he didn't have to. I mean, look, like, he chose
4: mm. to do this. Here's the compromise. What? You switch every three yeah, hours.
2: That's what yeah. I was thinking.
4: Totally. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. not
2: Th- you do that? Yes.
4: yes. Yeah. Did he let you out
2: of first? Yes. <laughs> Okay.
3: Yeah, that's they a good wait. question. Well, no, wait a second. Can you? They might, might hassle you a little bit, but you can You can sneak in. Well, you can make it. Bring an room. extra dress and a wig. Yes. and then yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm just going up there. Yeah, Who's going to move that curtain back?
4: That's, that's right. When they push that curtain across. Yeah,
2: just,
9: yeah. When you
4: sit like in bulkhead and coach, mm-hmm. excuse me, sir, yeah. could you put your feet back in coach? And then the curtain goes... <laughs>
3: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the insulting. ultimate slap in the face. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, scum, enjoy the flight. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, fellas.
0: There All right guys. In. We will see you later. Yeah. All right. Uh we skipped traffic, so let's get to that now and see what we're dealing with this morning. Kathy, what do you have for us?
2: We've got jam traffic on 95 northbound. It's stopped because of an accident. So it's northbound between the Betsy Ross Bridge and Cotman Avenue. You're pretty much at a standstill here because of this accident. South on 95, heavy the Betsy Ross Bridge to Allegheny. Uh, there is an accident that's off to the shoulder there. The Vine, westbound, heavy the Ben Franklin Parkway to the Schuylkill Expressway. Eastbound side slowing from the Schuylkill to Broad. On the Schuylkill eastbound, you're slowing 202 into Belmont. The Boulevard to Spring Garden. Westbound, passing up to the Vine. The Boulevard to Belmont. And then from Gladwin out to Conshohocken. Blue Route northbound slows 95 to the Media Bypass southbound from Broomall to Media. And then uh, on the 42 Freeway northbound you can expect delays here. Blackwood-Clementon Road to 295-55 northbound. Jams north of Deptford to the 42 Freeway. This traffic report brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Get Organic Asparagus for $349 a pound through March 8th plus an extra 10% off for Prime members while supplies last. Promo varies by location. See app for details. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR.
0: Thanks, Kath. Real quick, couple of short outs or because I'm getting kind of backed up. Uh, Let me see here. Uh, Oh, yeah. I wanted to mention this one. Uh, It says, Good morning, It Presbo. My wife and I are big fans of the show. She recently introduced you guys to our four sons on their drive to school. And I'm asking you to send a giant shout out to my amazing, strong, loving wife, Nicole, who not only is a super mom to our four sons, but also giving birth to our fifth son, Noah, on Friday, March 4th. You guys rock, and that is from Jerry Rogers. So a chart, please, for Jerry going for number five, boys. That's crazy. amazing, Wow. Uh, Another one says, let me start uh, by saying my husband is a huge fan of your show. He's been listening for 10-plus years and never misses a morning. It's a running joke in our house whenever he tells me a story that he heard it from his friends, Preston and Steve. I know he would absolutely be thrilled to get a chart out on his birthday Thursday the 3rd. Uh, Full disclosure, I'm not a full-time listener. I'm completely in the dark about how to go about requesting a shard out or even if you're still doing them. When the off chances does reach you and you are still doing the shard outs I want to send it to Eric Wright on his 32nd birthday. He is the best husband and father we could ask for. Uh, we want his day to get off to a great start, and we love him more than he knows. He's so grateful for everything that he does for us. We are so f- grateful. And I hope this reaches you in time, and that is from Morgan Wright. So this is for Eric. Should we punish Morgan? Or- no, no, I'm kidding. Yeah. For, no, not for not listening? She's not a full-time listener. No, She's that's cool. That's one wonderful. <laughs> listener. Yeah. All right, and then another. I got this one a little while back. Was that our new chart? You know, mm-hmm. I love that. Is that the one? Oh, Jesus. Uh, uh, this one starts off by saying, "You who, Preston. Yay! I wanted to give a shout-out to each individual member of the Preston and Steve show. Uh, Casey and Steve, fire when ready, they said. All right, so I hope I've um, been a long-time listener since PMS, and I recently moved to Atlanta for my husband to pursue a new job after he was laid off uh, on the day our baby came home from the NICU. Oh, my God. I'm also thankful that I can stream in the mornings and pretend that I'm stuck on traffic on 476. Well, I'm actually stuck in traffic on 85, and I love each and every one of you and your contributions to the show. And I'm amazed how you still keep it fresh and make me laugh every day. Congratulations on the induction into the Radio Hall of Fame. Uh, thank you for everything that you do for the Philly community and for personally keeping me sane. Uh, and she says... What's your um, name again, person? Her name is Allison. Okay. Uh, Allison Zaccardi. And she says, P.S. A shout-out to the amazing staff at Einstein, Montgomery, and our Conchi midwife, Roe. So here's a shart. Oh, wow. wow. Doubled up on him. That's excellent. Uh, And that's all I'll do for now. And I have more, but I'll get to them at another time. Let's do the Bizarre Fire. Now,
11: WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Fire.
0: All right, we will start with this one, man. A large cargo vessel carrying luxury cars from Germany to the United States actually sank yesterday oh. in the mid-Atlantic 13 oh days God. after a fire broke out on board. So this thing has been roasting out on the water. They with got the, luxury cars. They got, the, they, got the, they got the fire under control, but it just couldn't stay afloat. The cars on board the Felicity Ace included Porsches, Lamborghinis, and Bentleys. See ya. Volkswagen, which said last week that the damage of the vehicles was covered by insurance, confirmed that the ship had sunk. Insurance experts said the incident could uh, result in losses of $155 million. Oh, my oh. God. Wow. The Felicity Ace sank about 250 miles off of Portugal's Azores Islands as it was being towed. The salvage team had put out the fire. The 200-meter-long vessel listed to starboard before going under. Do you know the start of the fire? No. They were trying
3: to make uh, mashed potatoes out of potato chips. Oh, no. <laughs> they stirred them too fast. Yeah. It's the uh, friction.
0: Uh, Jao Mendez Cabeca, the captain of the nearest port of the island of Fayal, uh, told Reuters that the ship sank. As efforts to tow it began due to structural problems because the fire and rough seas, he said when the, when the towing started, water started coming in, the ship lost its <sighs> stability, and it sank. So none of the,
3: at that point, none of the vehicles aboard, because we're looking at it at it burned, uh, you know, it's obviously gone through hell, none of the vehicles would be sellable, right? Oh, I, have no,
0: I don't know what the damage was after the fire was put out, because ocean-going tugboats uh, with firefighting equipment had been hosing down the ship's hull, Uh, It wasn't wasn't clear exactly how many cars were on board of the vessel, uh, but the ones of the Felicity Ace size can carry at least 4,000 vehicles. Oh, my
5: God. European
0: car makers declined to discuss how many vehicles and what models were on board, but Porsche customers in the United States were being contacted by their dealers. Wow.
3: Uh Unbelievable.
0: A South Florida mother was furious after she said both of her young son's ankles were taped to his shoes. Oh, boy. Carissa Richardson said that her two-year-old son came home from Knob Hill Academy with his shoes taped to his ankles with black tape. Uh, She said we had to use scissors because he was actually crying from trying to peel the tape off. Richardson is stationed at Homestead Air Reserve Base, and her son goes to Knob Hill five days a week. Richardson said that her son's ankles were irritated from the tape, said he was taking his shoes off in class, and for that reason, they had taped his shoes to keep his shoes on. Couldn't they just nail them on? Uh, The owners and director at Knob Hill Academy were deeply disturbed by the action and said in a statement, we have taken immediate action, and the staff member has been terminated. The safety and welfare of our children has always been and will be our top priority. This
3: is a kind of general advice to teachers? Don't tape or nail or twist tie or zip tie your kids and you should be good. Richardson also received a letter from <clears throat> the director who said that they spoke to her
0: son's teacher and read in part she was apologetic and remorseful and understood her actions were not appropriate. She said she made an extremely poor uh, judgment. All right, here's a, here's a tasty one for you. Huh. Officers in Wisconsin say they found a severed head at a home and body parts in other locations. Uh, a woman named Taylor D. Uh, is <laughs> That's Shabizness. Yep. Uh-huh. it's all it's You all... all know my Shabizness? That's your own Shabizness. That's none of your Shabizness. <clears throat> Taylor D. Shabizness is charged with first-degree intentional homicide, mutating a corpse, and third-degree sexual assault. A court commissioner set her bond at $2 million cash at a hearing. <sighs> her business seemed calm when she appeared via a video conference. Uh, she said little, only acknowledge that she has the right to an attorney. The state argued she business had ties to Texas, raising a concern she's a flight risk Prosecution and also said that she was put on a probation seven weeks before the crime and supposed to be on monitoring, but apparently wasn't wearing her monitoring bracelet. Uh, Green Bay police said that they were called to a home around 325 a.m., February 23rd. A person who lived in the home reported finding a severed head in a bucket. Police located the human head in the basement of the home. A towel had been placed over it and dried blood was found on a nearby mattress. Uh, Investigators learned Shibisnes may have been the last person to uh, seen with the victim. Uh, They found her at home and said she had dried blood on her clothing Police searched Shibisnes' van and found a box with additional human body parts, including legs, on the rear passenger seat. She's chopping up this body. Unbelievable. Police obtained a search warrant for the home. Uh, They found multiple other body parts, bodily fluids, and knives. Investigators said Shibisnes told them that she and the victim had been doing drugs and having sex. Uh, She said that... It obviously went
3: south at some point.
0: She said that they had used chains while having sex and that she went crazy and started strangling the victim... A detective said that uh, she admitted to hiding the body parts, according to the complaint. She also went into detail about the weapon she used to dismember the body. She business made the comment that at one point she did get paranoid and lazy and that she thought it was the dope that was making her paranoid. Investigators said she told them that she did not mean to kill the victim, but she enjoyed choking him and continued to do it. Can you imagine this? So She must have strangled him and then tried to cut up the body to try and hide it, but she didn't. Really try to hide it. you just left stuff laying around. Yeah. Fun fact, your lawyer's name is Shapoopy. <laughs> Shapoopy. <laughs> She's his Shapoopy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, in uh, Colorado, three people were taken to the hospital after a floor collapsed during a birthday party. <laughs> Fire Rescue uh, said that uh, crews were called to home around 9.30 p.m., a portion of the first floor collapsed into the basement due to a party involving about 100 to 150 juveniles.
3: Did you see the footage? I did not. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Uh, did they have it actually when it collapsed? Yes, exactly. Oh so the guy God. just happens to be panning around the room and catches it at the exact moment the floor gives in.
0: Uh, a uh, An officer said two seconds before the ground ended up breaking. You could hear it all snapping apart, but you didn't have enough time to do anything about it. Firefighters searched the entire home and confirmed that no one was trapped, so that's good. There was a natural gas leak after the collapse, but that had been shut off. Emergency shoring was used to stabilize the damaged portions of the structure. Red Cross is helping to displace, uh, helping displaced residents uh, that don't have housing. And they said that it was amazing that no one was seriously hurt or killed in that. Yeah, anytime the yep. there's a floor collapse, usually somebody yeah. dies. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right, and that is what I have in the bizarre file. We have a secret text word today. It's your chance to win tickets to the Philly Auto Show. We get a four pack of them, uh, and that's going on this week. All right, Wednesday through uh, Sunday at the Pennsylvania Convention Center. So you want to get on board? Wait, not Wednesday through Sunday. Today is Wednesday. Yeah. The fifth through the thirteenth. Numbers is when that is numbers. So it's coming. It's you gonna be here, and you can win tickets. So text word. Go secret. during numbers three nine three three three. We'll be back in a moment. <laughs>
2: New on Rock Breakdown, Elton John's close call in flight, Eddie Vedder's tribute to a fellow Seattle legend, and down with the sickness as a doo-wop ditty. Rock Breakdown, all the rock news you need in about two minutes. Watch it now on Instagram or WMMR.com.
0: I think I'm going to whip out the pipe this morning. I didn't really? have it oh. yesterday, yeah. I think I'm going to smoke a bowl right here in the oh, studio. All right. That's what I'm going to do. No, it's the historian. Oh. And uh, yesterday, I didn't realize I was doing a historical story until part of the way through, and I didn't have my pipe ready. So, but, okay. I like that. But this is... But we're not going to mandate the pipe since you kind of came in through the other door. This is true. All right. But, so this is an interesting... Uh, look at the historian, by the way. So this is a look at the historian. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is a, 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 a this is a, an interesting take on this segment. I I'm should've. sorry, I didn't go to college. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you
1: did. So uh,
0: we live in a day and age where, at least every week, there is we'll we'll see word of a new social media challenge. TikTok is rife. With challenges. And one of the classic ones, I think, was maybe more originated on on Twitter or somewhere else, but like the Tide Pod Challenge. The cinnamon. The cinnamon thing, yeah, Yeah. where you try and... Uh, Absolutely. Keep that in your mouth. And and, and we always comment on how stupid these are, and some of them we just... We don't even acknowledge because they're so dumb. I mean, there's something go back a a, a
3: few years ago, like planking. Do you remember that? Yes, the Harlem
0: Shake. But this time, like that.
3: In this time we're at currently, because of all the social media that's available, specifically TikTok, there seems to be one every couple days. There does. But the historian is here to tell you that throughout
0: the history of mankind, we have been doing stupid challenges as a race. All right, as the human race, we have been taking on stupid challenges and fads. I'm going to cover some fads as well
3: in this, okay? Is this going to be on the test? uh, It may be (laughs) on the test. I would pay
0: attention. I would take notes if I were you. So we'll begin with some that you've probably heard of before,
3: like... The Goldfish Challenge. That's a classic. Whenever you, from the fifties, I think of the
7: Goldfish Challenge. You're talking about
5: swallowing a goldfish. Like
7: right, swallowing a goldfish. Yes. Oh. Do you so ever know the,
5: anybody that swallowed a goldfish? I do. I do. Yeah. Yeah.
7: You I, sw- you sw- actually swallowed one? Uh huh. Yeah. It was uh, not a proud moment, but is was it, was it a, a college college moment? Okay. And, uh, I, I was one of two people in the room who did it, and it was uh, we bought those goldfish specifically to do the Goldfish Challenge. Oh
2: my goodness. Well,
7: the goldfish
0: trend actually had. They know exactly who started it. It started at Harvard University at college. <laughs> in nineteen thirty nine when freshman Lothrop
7: Withington. Lothrop, oh, yes. Lothrop, what are you doing with that
3: fish? Luffy. Well, this is ridiculous. I hope you don't do that to the dog. <laughs> he, he bragged to his
0: friends that he once swallowed a live fish.
3: Lothrop! His, fri- his friends put together
0: ten bucks and they bet him that he couldn't do it again. Lothrop chewed up a goldfish. <laughs> he chewed it. Won oh, ten no. bucks and became a legend after doing that and swallowing goldfish. Spread and became competitive with students eating more and more fish to win pre-internet viral fame.
3: Chewing a goldfish, I did not know that was the original yeah, way. You it was was to done. Swallow it That's I always heard you <laughs> just pop it down. I think it eventually yeah. turned into that. All
2: right. yes. I had a friend who could swallow things whole and then uh, bring, them, bring them back up. He wow. would do yeah. like lit cigarettes. He would do mm. goldfish like. Anything. It there's was people like,
0: that can do that. There was was a, there's a guy. There's yeah, a the guy a, whose whole act. Yeah, it was. It was a. I think it was. Was he Australian? I think he's Australian. David
5: Blaine does it too.
0: Uh, and he did it all. Oh, like, over. He the... would do like
5: this. He'd go, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he it, go, go, sound. he go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would go. would. You ever see <laughs> so
9: that?
0: Weird. I feel like he, I have. I feel he would like take I like a miniature <laughs> Rubik's cube. Yeah. Yeah. It's completely solved. Throw it in his stomach and then mix it up. He did light bulbs and stuff. And then he would, he would light bulbs. it back up. But he would he,
7: mix it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he had incredible Wait. control of his did, stomach. Did we have him in studio? Or am I misremembering?
3: Mm, no, no, we did not. No, I, I, don't, not. I absolutely would have This guy that. was big in like... Um, I re- he was on Letterman a lot. Oh, and
0: exactly. Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: Yep. Uh, so anyhow, uh, the swallowing goldfish spread and uh, the hopefully never-to-be-broken record belongs to Clark University's Joseph... Deliberado, He ate eighty nine fish oh, in one sitting. Oh. Uh the trend is not practiced widely these days, but it never fully died. Uh, you can check out YouTube for evidence. You know, it's on funny. That.
3: Like I'm, I'm recoiling, and I'm like, I must have eaten sixty pounds of salmon in the yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know. weed fish <laughs> yeah. as human beings. Yeah. Yeah. All right,
0: another uh, fad or a challenge. Can, can I f- guess one of that time? History- sure, historian.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah, piling in a phone booth. Well, yes, you want me to get to that one? Oh, that's okay. cuz that oh. to me when I think of the goldfish, I think of that around the same time as the phone booth challenge. So that was in the 1930s and then the phone
0: booth cramming as they called it, uh let's see, involved of course many people, as many people as you could fit into a phone booth. <laughs> 1959 was the high water mark of the trend with college students from the UK, the United States, Rhodesia and other countries trying their hand at squashing into call boxes, (laughs) MIT managed to smash 19 nerds in a phone booth. Do you guys remember seeing pictures of this? UCLA got as high as 17, but the ultimate phone booth stuffing (laughs) record was set in 1959 when 25 people in South Africa crammed themselves into one box. How is that possible? They would literally position themselves, and and you know, yeah.
3: What do you call contortionists? Yes. I guess uh, you know. Uh, 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 listen, you talk about Mike Jerry earlier talking about being claustrophobic. Oh could you imagine God. being no. that in there?
0: No, that could be serious. Somebody could die. Yeah. So a
3: standard phone booth. Which we're looking at a picture of of a of a standard phone booth that I remember from the time. Uh, I don't, are, are other countries at that time, did they have bigger phone booths? Or was they I a set know. standard?
0: The, the U.K.'s seem bigger. The call, been, boxes, right? the call boxes, right? call boxes, so I don't really know. But this took place in South Africa. Canadian students reportedly crammed 40 kids in a box, but it turned out that they were cheating uh, by using an extra-large phone booth. So, Steve, I guess sometimes yeah. they would uh, Liars. keep an eye on what that was. So, yes, Steve, you got that one right. All right, so another one that goes back as a stupid challenge from the past, not just viral, but this is back in the day. Pole Sitting. Yes. Popularized in the 1920s by sailor, attention whore, Alvin Shipwreck Kelly. <laughs> attention whore. The Pole Sitting Challenge, a.k.a. Flag Pole Sitting, which I think is what that song is named after. Yes. Oh. Sitta, uh Involved staying on a small platform atop a pole for as long as possible. It's another David Blaine thing. This little blip on the pop culture radar went viral and then shrunk to obscurity by the end of the 1920s. It is periodically uh, popping back up, though, like David Blaine or the Harvey Danger song. Uh, The longest pole sit ever took place from 1982 to 1984. Oh, my God. Long past pole sitting's golden age when H. David Werder spent 439 days on a post in Clearwater, Florida. how, How do you even pull that off? Werner's world uh, record is a little suspect, though. He lived in a capsule on the top of a pole that seemed to have straddled the line between platform and small room. So it was kind of a, you know, instead of being
3: exposed to the elements yeah. the elements that whole time. We did our own sort of yeah. contribution to this. We had our intern at the time, Joe, sit yep. on a toilet. Yes. Uh, it was
0: in a... It was a punishment. Yeah. It was in a cherry picker.
3: And it was... Where were you off? Were you off it first? was right
0: by 95 yeah. in the Blue Root. Yes. There's Pisano concrete. There you go. Because we knew it would be a high visibility area, right? And we put Joe up there for twenty four hours, <laughs> sitting on that thing. His legs got numb. Oh yeah, man, yeah. It's, it's poor Joe. We did some stupid. He things should, by all rights, he should hate that. He should hate us. us. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but anyhow, yeah, that was our version of it. We had people go by and honk their horns. Yeah, and it drove him. It cranky. was
3: actually good weather, though. I remember. Yeah, it was. All right. Um, uh, so it was okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So it was fine. <laughs> so it's <was laughs> fine. Yeah.
3: Uh,
0: other <laughs> stupid challenges. And you guys all know this, but streaking, and streaking is not necessarily, uh, you know, it it still is done today, but it was in the 1970s, people were doing it all the time. There was a song by Ray Stevens, wasn't it, The Streak, right? The Streak, yeah. So, interrupting something by running around naked was a huge thing in the inexplicable 1970s, but... Vulnerable. Streaking has a, a surprisingly long history before then. Uh, you can go back to Lady Godiva, who supposedly rode naked through Coventry right. in the 11th century. In America, our uh, ultimate streaker was George William Crump, or the first streaker, I should say. He was suspended from Washington and Lee University for streaking incident in 1804. He went on to become a congressman, by the way. <laughs> Uh, The trend caught on in a mass way in the 1960s, and by the mid-1970s was inspiring novelty songs, dinner table arguments, and mass streaking runs. Uh, The fad's high-water mark was the 1974 Academy Award Ceremony. Yes. Where the presentation for the Best Picture Award was interrupted by a nude hippie running out of the wings, flashing a peace sign, and then dashing off stage. I think it was in front of David Niven, wasn't it? It was, yes. He was... Uh, he was i guess either the host or he was
3: uh, presenting the award and he at had that a good time. comeback do you remember what it was i don't remember what it was you remember uh, what it was i said? guess we can see his shortcomings nice
0: uh the streaker gallery owner and pioneering gay rights activist robert opal said that he posed as a journalist to get backstage but many think the stunt was planned since opal wasn't arrested or was doing press interviews right so. after the yeah, so, it, yeah. It,
3: it, i mean with all the security but it was it was kind of wild um so uh, at that time i also remember and it wasn't about uh, a trend that other people were doing or a viral sort of thing, pre-viral. But Morgana, remember her? She I would run out onto... The two. big boob league? Yes, yeah. yeah. And she would kiss athletes on yeah, the field. she would go to kiss. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I... But there weren't, like, a lot of people doing
0: no, that. she was she, the only one. She did her yeah. own thing. However, here's another one for you, and this is a uh, a weird little... More of a fad, really. Um, intentionally infecting yourself with parasites ah. to lose weight... Oh, my God was a trend that began in the early 1900s, and people would swallow a pill said to contain tapeworm eggs so the worms could live in their guts and steal their food. Uh, It doesn't seem to have been all that widespread, and there's doubt that the pills advertised in the Victorian age periodicals even contained tapeworms,
3: but still, some people bought them. So this was pr- primarily during what what years?
0: Uh, it was n- around uh, turn of century. Victorian age, was, so. Uh, ni- early 1900s.
3: Huh. Yeah. And there's I put Ebola two- in my coffee. <laughs> I'm sorry, Steve.
7: There's a video that came out two years ago. It's called The Tapeworm Diet, Pros and Cons, mm-hmm. and... Uh, so, I guess maybe people still consider that. No, well, here ask, you go. It says yeah. in this
0: article, it's hmm. still a thing today. This woman in Iowa said she bought a tapeworm off the Internet and swallowed it to lose weight. And even Khloe Kardashian said she wanted to give it a try. Oh, my God. Uh, for the record, tapeworms can lead to malnutrition, anemia, discharge of prolatids and even death. Yes, yeah, sign um, me up. It won't help you lose weight either. Any tapeworms that could theoretically be found in pill form wouldn't be the kind that leads to weight loss anyway. Mm.
3: But you always have someone to sing a duet
5: with. Yeah. Who, oh, how do you kill a tapeworm?
0: You, you put f- a firecracker up your ass. Uh, okay. Once it's in your body? Mm-hmm. Don't know. Okay. I mean, I, I've, I've heard stories of them going in and, and surgically
3: removing tapeworms. Exactly. They used to be the old, and I, this had to be a wife's tale, where you would not eat for a while and you would hold the food up. You know, and and the, the tapeworm would come up out of oh, your shut. Up. I that's swear funny. to God, yeah, that was that was an old wives' tale. Wow. But that's how you got rid of a
0: tapeworm. The things that people will do to lose weight. Here is another fad. We're we're talking about you know, uh, fads and challenges on TikTok today, and there have been plenty of them throughout the years. Uh, in the nineteen uh, and nineteen seventies and eighties, many doctors prescribed jaw wiring. To overweight patients. Wow. Yes, I remember I knew, that. I knew someone. A friend of the family had her jaw, she was obese, yeah. had her jaw wired shut huh. to keep her from eating. But you know what she did? She drank beer like crazy. Oh my oh, no god!
5: Kidding. Yeah, didn't <laughs> matter. Yep.
3: Still
0: packed on the calories. Uh, she didn't lose any weight. Yeah, it was crazy. Hey,
3: what
5: were those diet pills that were pretty popular back in the eighties? Hydroxycut? No, 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 the, no. F- was it called
2: Fuel? There was no. actually
5: there were actually diet pills for a while called Aids. Yeah, no, yeah. this one it is. Think of like a like a a red and clear capsule, and inside the clear part of the capsule, Dietrim. Diet Dietrim
0: Dietrim. Yeah, I
5: remember That's those. What I th- and, and essentially, it was. Caffeine. It was, it was ephedrine or, yeah, or ephedrine, you know.
0: exactly. Yeah, diet pills were a big thing in in the eighties, and and uh, you know, eventually people realized you can't take pills. Like no, just keep. Well, you know, but extra.
2: but the thing was, is it was like racing people's bodies. So like, right. it, you know, it was like extra. I don't know if it was caffeine or whatever the hell was in it, but it wasn't healthy for yeah. the. It's heart not good or, for you. Yeah.
0: Um, so uh, according to this, it says if uh, this, let's see what does this say? It says if we make it. To literally impossible, if we make it literally impossible to eat anything solid, they'll have to lose weight, seems to have been the thinking.
11: I'm so- Oh, yeah. <laughs> she
0: was taking weight pills, right? All right, was that it? Yeah. Typically, uh, patients had their mouths forcibly kept shut for around nine months.
11: Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> and while initial weight loss was reported, most patients put the pounds back on as soon as their traps were open.
3: So, well, Isn't there a jaw clamp as well that they sold for a while? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Right. Yeah. Like a dental clamp. So the practice fell in disfavor.
0: If didn't uh, help that. Side effects can include choking on your own vomit mm-hmm. and Acute psychiatric conditions, suddenly panicking because you can't open your mouth.
3: Do you know what? I remember being trendy in along this line, Preston. I, I, I'm going to say the 80s, um, smoking to lose weight. Oh, oh, really? People, People somehow... I remember a friend of mine who felt she was overweight a little bit started smoking. I'm like... I don't think that's a good trade-off. Yeah.
5: I mean, couldn't they just put you in a medically induced coma and uh, you could lose weight that way? I think they could. Yeah. Why not? That's a great idea. Or don't even
0: use medicine. Just hit you with a mallet. <laughs> they would certainly handle every bit of your diet at that point. So, yeah. yeah. That's
3: a great idea, Casey. Wow. Be in a coma for yeah. six I mean, months. Listen. You don't have to work or anything, no? do you? Like yeah. at the beginning of COVID, what if you were able to miss that in t- this entire thing? Yeah. yeah. All right. And um, just lose two years of your life.
0: Another. This is kind of a challenge uh, from back in the day. Uh, proving that uh, things were just as weird then as they are now. Panty raids.
4: Were, Panty, oh, my God. Were yeah. big.
0: <laughs> Could you imagine that today? Could you imagine? In the 1950s, there was a trend on college campuses where large groups of young men, often numbering in the thousands, oh my God. would gather to invade women's dorms and sorority houses to steal panties and otherwise cause trouble. <laughs> Uh, There's a lot to unpack with panty raids, actually. They were partly protests against gender-based housing restrictions, uh, partly just college kids being stupid, and partly expressions of toxic masculinity. As gross and terrifying as the idea of the panty raid is, these often spontaneous protests set the stage for the more serious student activism of the 1960s. Uh, So maybe we
3: can. Well, they got serious about panty raids. Hippies on
0: panty raids. So yeah, panty raids were a big thing for Mm. a while. Yep. All right. (laughs) Other challenges and fads from days past. All right. This one I've never heard. All right. Apparently, limping became a fashion trend. (laughs) they are going out
3: limping tonight. (laughs) Yes.
0: Throckmorton, are you coming? (laughs) What was that guy's name from Harvard? Oh, Uh, uh, oh man, hang on. Let's go back Uh, and
3: look. Linthrop. We're going out uh, we're going out hobbling
0: Wathrop Lothrop. Withington
3: Wathrop Lothrop? yes let's go limping like poor people or sick people would do people listen. with infirmities they're hilarious listen
0: listen how this happened adopting bizarre fashion because someone famous did it first is as old as time back Cripples
3: in the, are so amusing.
0: back in the 1860s women from London to Edinburgh began limping And it wasn't rickets, dropsy, or another disease of the pre-industrial age, though. It was called the Alexandra Limp. The Alexandra, it's not like the Harlem
3: Shuffle. No, we're going to go do Mm -hmm. the Alexandra Limp. So you you would pretend you had a limp?
0: Yes. Okay. And here's the reason behind that. Alexandra of Denmark, the bride of the Prince of Wales, was an influencer of the time. And when she was struck by a sickness in 1867, she was left with a limp. And she kept being famous and stylish. And she would show up at glam occasions with ornate walking sticks.
3: Ah. Wow.
0: And before long, her fans began copying that look right I down to the way she looked. as well. I mean,
2: that's like if the Kardashians had to all of a sudden right. use a cane or, or were limping. Right. Other yeah. people would start to do they it. They might
0: take that on yeah. just to be like them. So before long, her fans began copying the look. The copying the limp, uh, the style went viral, mostly among the young and rich who would wow. buy. Who would actually, Kathy? They would buy shoes with two different sized heels wow. to force them to limp to make it easier for them to walk around like they had a limp. Oh
3: my god! So this was of the of the more elite
0: were doing this. Yes, yes the stylish right. were doing this, and you know, they
3: yes. were doing it based on another yeah. uh, elite individual.
5: You you um you kind of see similar stuff going on now. Like uh, it's more like dance movish, but you know, like my son and his friends, they do the gritty all the time, and they're not dancing. They're not on a dance floor. They'll just for no reason. Yeah, uh, it's it's, a, it's um, essentially a touchdown. When I come celebration. In and out What's of the gritty? building,
3: I'm doing the worm.
5: What's the gritty? I don't know. It's a touchdown celebration. You know, you just kind of. <laughs> I'm not going to do it well, press. But you kind of like you kind of like lean. Forward. You lean forward, and you kind of, and then you, like... Casey's doing it. I can't do it. I can't do it. But if you look up Justin Jefferson, t- a touchdown celebration, he does a gritty after, yep.
0: Yeah. Is it just mainly, is it from him alone?
5: Uh, well, he, I remember him doing it sort of... I don't know if he did it first, but... Well, it's like a stutter
0: skip, and you're kind of uh, waving your arms down low and then going up high like you have, uh, like you're pretending like you have glasses or something like that. Yeah. Didn't
3: Soupy Sales used to do that? The moose or whatever? Uh, (laughs) 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 Remember that dance? (laughs) Years ago? Fine. Soupy Sales (laughs) doing, I think it's the moose. All right. Soupy Sales dance, Soupy Sales moose. I Soupy Sales was a a kid's... um, uh, television, a television host years ago. Why don't you forget <laughs> the moose? Wow! For a
4: moment.
0: Yeah. All right. So anyhow, the limp, the Alexandria limp. Uh, it says here, uh, like most fashion trends. Went from nothing to ubiquity and then back to nothing pretty quickly. It was over after a few years, but people were actually doing it. we we'll see, we'll
3: see who does the, wait, wait, does it the it moose. The
7: moose or the mouse?
3: Oh, maybe the mouse. I don't know. The video says the mouse. Okay, wait. I, he does where he puts his hands up on the side of his head. Um, I thought it was the moose. I don't know. Yeah, because... Uh, you would think it would be the moose because... More than a mouse. Yeah, I don't know. But,
7: you know, it should be... There we go. (laughs) Maybe it's the mouse. Okay. Well, (laughs) anyway. I missed the icky shuffle. That was a good one. Yeah. Dude, you know what? Okay. I enjoyed that a lot. (laughs) Never mind. Well, I know the icky shuffle as, a, as an exercise move. It came back in commercials not that long ago. I, and it you know was what like made I me mad Commercial, about... maybe or something like that. And know. so they, you know, he got number forty-one in the deli aisle. And he started he, his number came up at the deli counter, and so he did the icky shuffle again. <laughs> do you know where you saw a lot <laughs> of that? Cool. It was that's
3: at the, the Princess Diana
7: funeral. <laughs> Can I see
3: the icky shuffle? Can you do it? it yeah. Nick? Do you know it? No, 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 no. It's oh. like that. He's gonna break a leg. It's style. That's true. Don't ask him.
7: That's the icky shuffle. Boom. Yeah, and I think he was at the Super Bowl this year, too, doing it again, because the uh, the Bengals were back in for the okay. first time since he played. There, like,
0: there was a, do you know what a, um, uh, there's a ladder, you lay on the ground, you do these foot uh, yeah. uh, exercises yeah. through those. And we used to do, my instructor used to tell me to do the Icky Shuffle, and I didn't know what that was. I just thought it was the name of the movement, so. Okay, uh, How about that? And it was a really go. good workout, so. All right, See, anyway. This
5: is where they missed on, on the on this commercial, Nick, and it bothered me the last time it's I saw It's a Geico commercial. I saw it uh, earlier this week. The number at the deli should have been the number that he was actually wearing as well. We should and make wasn't. some calls. Sorry. Yeah, we should. I'm going to make yeah. a phone call.
0: Uh, do we need to go back to what you were waving off a moment ago, or do you want to stay good on that?
5: Uh, I think I was waving that off. Okay. The, the fact right. that he wasn't wearing <laughs> the number that they called, because they were like, all right, next up, number 44. Okay. And he goes, oh, 44, that's me. All right. And then he does the icky shuffle. He really been wearing number. number
3: 30. I got you. All
0: right, so limping. <laughs> was Let apparently a, a trend that's, at one point.
3: Well, listen, so that's just as stupid as the Tide Pod Challenge.
0: Okay, so this one is uh, macaroni, but it's not about the food. You know the line in Yankee Doodle, Danny, yes. about sticking a feather in your hat and calling it macaroni. Uh, it's not about a noodle. It's a reference to a dumb but awesome trend popular among Proto-metrosexuals in the 18th century England.
3: Uh, Did we ever establish what that exact lyric means? Stick a feather in your cap and call it macaroni? This
0: will explain. All right. Okay, so at the time, macaroni was an exotic dish in England, and eating it was seen as the mark of a well-traveled person. London hipsters started describing everything cool and exotic as... Very macaroni. It's very
3: macaroni. An uh, so, extraordinary
0: macaroni. So, before long, macaroni became a slur hurled back at these. Oh uh, yeah, Well, macaroni. At these bourgeois fops who took personal oh. affect- affectation. You didn't call him a
7: fop. Did you, you bourgeois fop, you're
0: <laughs> macaroni. To heretofore unknown
3: levels. I'll go one. I'll go one level further. You're rigatoni. <laughs> You bow tie pasta.
7: No. Yes. Get out. Oh,
3: okay. this is coming from angel hair pasta. <laughs> Shut up, <Scapolini. laughs> so Uh Macaronis <laughs> might Your have. You bow tie pasta
0: fop. So, so. <laughs>
7: <laughs> How
0: dare you. So that is absolutely beyond the pale. <laughs> the whole thing is is actually effete bourgeois fop. Oh. As and his feet? Their feet. So uh here's what they would say. Macaronis were were known as basically people who were wearing they were kind of like glams, okay. So a macaroni might have a gigantic wig featuring ringlets tied in ribbons, flowing out from a tiny hat adorned with roses. Somebody you see
3: on RuPaul's Drag Race now. They had
0: diamond buckles on their shoes and wore rings over their expensive gloves, and they oh, I carried gotcha. around opera glasses, wore perfume, <laughs> and spent their lives gambling and hanging out looking weird. So, but it was a it was a, it was a trend for a while. So this almost
3: seems like the. The counterculture of the time, like in other words, there they, it's almost a mockery of yes. the upper class, Uh kind of like that. Right? Well, they just
0: took their they they were, I think, the upper class. Oh, they were okay. So was it was it them? Oh, yeah, that's a good mocking question. them own. Maybe, maybe they, they, they were, were tri- their own. Maybe they were trying to be. No, wait, hang on a second.
7: Um, you think they were know. like hipsters?
0: I think that's what it okay. is. Um, so anyhow, the the pick, you know, uh stuck a feather in his hat and called it macaroni. Yeah is someone pretending to be... I gotcha. You know, a uh, uh, Big, factual. big, ZZ face over yeah. the top. So uh, it says here, uh, macaroni... Ba- macaronis were baller, and all 1700s macaroni haters should step off.
7: <laughs> oh, wow. wow. Step, off.
3: <laughs> step off. That's what it says. Don't you dare come up in my grill. Ugh.
0: All right. Uh, here's another trend or fad or challenge from back in the day. This is the historian section, and we're pointing out trends you know things that you might see on tiktok and social media that these have kind of always existed um dance
3: marathons dance marathons now brutal quite often there is a great movie called they shoot horses don't they with jane fonda and it examines this fad of the 20s primarily was it not it was yeah in the the, the dance uh during the depression yep so they would provide all these prizes and things and Literally, it was dance till you you drop. Mm-hmm. So it
0: it started in the nineteen twenties as light entertainment, part of the same breezy. Let's see how long we can do a thing vibe. that gave us like pole sitting, but by the nineteen thirties, dance marathons uh, dance marathons had metastasized into public spectacles of cruelty. Curious people would pay a quarter to watch bleary-eyed dancers drag each other around a
3: ballroom, sometimes for weeks at a time. Have you ever seen the movie They Shoot Horses, Don't They? No. So, Preston, now that I'm thinking about it, it's very similar to like... um to like uh, American Idol or or so people would come and sit in the stands and they would pick their favorite couples or they'd pick the people they were supporting and they would they would bring prizes or, or donate food or money and stuff like that. There's one scene where, and in fact, it's running on the screen here in the studio, where Red Buttons, who's an old guy, has a heart attack and his dance partner is picking him up and trying to move him across. Oh, my God. And they would do, so it wasn't just dancing. They would do these little races and a siren would go off. They'd get about 10 minutes to go back, go to the bathroom, you know, whatever, quickly. And they were all taking, like, uh, 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 speed and everything to stay awake. It was horrible.
0: So the dancers themselves were a mix of Depression-era poor folks for whom a couple of hundred dollars in prize money was life-changing. And also ringers, secretly hired by shady promoters, often so that they wouldn't have to pay
3: out on the prize. So the guy who's running the thing is a great actor, Gig Young, and he's like, hey, you know, he's selling the sizzle. How he fought in, the, in WW2. Oh, yeah, not that time, WW2 or World War one or whatever. But he's he's talking about, you know, the, the sailor. And come on, show your support. It's a big um, thing, but... The thing the movie the, the captures so well is, as you said, how cruel it was. It was unrelentingly cruel. At least one person died during
0: these displays, and sleep deprivation psychosis was seen as well. Eventually, city government started banning the contest because the whole thing was so distasteful. Uh, the trend has a real legacy, though, every charity walkathon owes a spiritual debt to this fad. Uh, as well, because they started these thons, these long. It's things. true. Yeah, I didn't even think about the where where it all came from, but it is those dance marathons. And Nick pulled up some of the stats uh, from the most th- famous thon we know, which is the Penn State thon. Yeah,
3: which does incredible work
0: and uh, celebrating its fiftieth anniversary and this year. Uh, at th- the, in fact, thon twenty twenty two shattered the two thousand fourteen record by raising listen to this thirteen million. $756,374 uh, yeah. to uh, combat childhood cancer. That's
3: amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's unbelievable. And that one is not cruel.
5: Yeah. Didn't Fonzie and Joni do a thon, dance at
3: I think they did. Yeah. 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 Fonzie and Joni?
4: Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah.
3: I, that
0: sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right. And then I think I only have one other thing here, one other trend, one other. I think these you know, are interesting. Fad. Yeah. I thought they were kind oh, of man. cool. Oh, man. Fonzie looks really
3: tired at the end of it. Oh, you're watching a video clip of it? Yeah. Okay. He really worked hard. Poor Fonzie. I know. Where's well, the? One, what, that wasn't the one where he's, it, unbeknownst to him, dancing with Richie and drag, and blows in his ear. Oh my God. No, <laughs> I don't think so. That's pretty great though. <laughs> you remember that blowing in the ear? Oh <laughs> yeah.
0: That was a that was a thing. That was a thing too. Blowing in the ear. Blowing their ear. Would you stop blowing in my ear, please? It's Is it very loud? He's, well, they're
3: hugging it. He goes, Fonzie, it's me. And you see the look on his face.
0: <laughs> All right. The last uh, trend that I will uh, mention from the past is what's called nightshade eye drops. Never. Oh, wait. Kathy, you'll find this interesting. Maybe no, I have heard of this. No beauty trend on TikTok is as disturbing as the Victorian practice of using deadly nightshade eye drops. Belladonna, which is the, uh, Poison. the plant... Uh, causes the pupils to dilate oh. and the eyes to water, which can give you a smoldering, dark-eyed, doe-like look. Oh, wow. And if you're going for pale, wan, tuberculosis hip, it will give you Whang. watery eyes too. Wow. Uh, prolonged usage can lead to blindness. Oh. Nightshade is extremely oh. poisonous, like Steve said. And if you're wondering what it would feel like to put Belladonna into your eyes, you probably already know. Your optometrist has probably used drops that contain the synthetic version of atropine, the eye-opening ingredient in Belladonna, so that picture, so you can picture walking around all day, every day, with that I-just-left-the-eye-doctor feeling. That's effed up. I yeah. hate
2: that. I hate that feeling.
3: Yeah, I don't it like it. It ruins
2: my whole day. So when
3: yeah. you get your eyes dilated,
2: oh, it ruins my. It gives me a headache. I can't see. I don't know how it's legal that they let me leave and drive home. I, I just don't get it.
0: Will they now give you the option to uh, uh, to use the other thing.
2: I have to ask because my eye doctor still dilates my eyes, so hmm. um, I need to ask. But I remember you mentioning what it. is yeah. the other thing?
0: It's a it's a device that they have you look into, and it takes. I think they're taking a look at your retina, and I may be yeah. way off on this when they when they dilate your eyes like that. And it just costs extra. Like insurance doesn't cover it, so it's like cost thirty dollars or something to to do that. And I'm always like, yeah, I'll do that well, rather so, than have my eyes blasted open for the rest of the day. Well,
2: so do you remember the puff of air you used to get in the yes. eye? So they don't. I do, hated
8: that. Hated that
2: too. Yeah. So they don't do that anymore. They've advanced on that. Right. Um, but that's not what you're talking about, Preston. They, nope. It's the okay. It's an eyequeef. Yeah. yeah. And they do. They are looking at your retina when they okay. Uh, yeah, it's
0: head. a, you You look inside this uh, contraption and you're supposed to look at this green light or something like that. And, and uh, yeah, it takes a, a really good look.
2: What's huh. it, do you know, find out what it's called because I have to okay. go. I'm I'm due and yeah. I'm asking for that. Yeah,
0: I need to, I need new glasses. Yeah. I need to, to go in for a look. Well, when you go in, just draw a picture of it. <laughs> yeah, Does it looks like this. this? <laughs> do this thing. All right. Um. Another thing, actually, there was one more on here that I left off and it just says Evil evil. <laughs> but, um, well,
3: that was so the, the not
0: just Evil Knievel, but people started jumping, jumping things, things. You know, uh, again,
3: we go back to the happy days, so the yep. garbage cans in the, uh, parking lot of yeah. the diner. Yeah. Uh, and then obviously jump the shark. Yep. Yep. But I remember, so the Evil Knievel thing, the jumping, uh, all the, other people started to do it as well. Um, and, uh, but and kids could, did.
7: But like, evil owned it. But you would set up ramps in your backyard, oh my God. you know, and so, yeah. like, it became popular to jump your brothers, for example, <laughs> and, you know, anything that you could find to make jumps well, out of. Yeah, here,
0: and, and it says here crashes or not, kids across America watched live broadcasts of his stupid, dangerous displays, <laughs> bought the evil toys, and imitated evil's foolish stunts on their big wheels and schwins. Uh, there is no. Uh, statistic on the number of compressed vertebrae
3: and chipped teeth that were caused by imitating Evil Knievel. I remember as a kid getting yep. the Snake River Canyon Evil Knievel toy. Yeah. you would pull the, like a cord out of it and it would uh, And but the actual stunt itself and this was a big deal. He was going to jump Snake River in a rocket motorcycle. The thing got about 40, 40 feet, 30 feet off the edge of the cliff and the parachute deployed yeah, instantly. did it didn't, didn't yeah. work
0: at all. Um, so anyhow, these are these are fads, these are trends that were around before social media, and just as stupid as the ones yeah. that are done today. <laughs> yeah. So it's just what we do. It's yes, stupid. it's what we are stupid. We do. Thought I would share that with you. All right, we should take a break and come back in a moment. Secret text word. We got some tickets to Philly Auto Show. We want you to win, so text word secret three nine three three three. We'll see if you win by the end of the program. Back
1: in a moment.
2: Hey Philly. Come socialize with us. Follow 933-WMMR on Twitter and Instagram. Or be our friend on Facebook. See photos, videos, and random behind-the-scenes stuff. Some stuff you don't want to see. Plus, it's completely safe for work. If you work here,
6: that is.
0: There's, um, there's this clip I wanted to play. Um, Ryan Reynolds. Uh, the Adam Project, yeah. yeah, this is a new uh, Netflix movie. So he, I guess he kind of goes back in time at some point. I don't know the full no. he actually
3: oh, he actually pulls his younger self forward, forward. Okay,
0: all right, and, and so
3: it's uh, he's actually they they break a barrier that should not be broken. So he's his twelve year old self is with him.
0: Is this movie out yet, or is it coming right, out this weekend? It's right. got a stellar cast, doesn't it, Nick? I mean, he's yeah, like,
7: oh yeah, it looks great. Alright, so Buffalo's in it as well.
3: There's a
0: clip of him of him talking about uh, giving advice to his twelve year old self. I haven't heard this yet. Yeah, it's
3: oh, interesting. In this. Yeah.
0: I
8: would say that, that that's on his own. I'm not doing I'm not helping him with anything.
0: No, he's gotta, you know, fall on his face, make mistakes, say dumb things, do dumb things. You gotta make all those mistakes. That's the foundation of uh, of learning. So that leads to the question of what would you tell your twelve year old self? Given the opportunity to do that,
3: I love these things because also in a way, um, it's what you can tell yourself now to help put things in perspective. You know, yeah, what what you did, what you fretted over that you did not need to, and things you should have been more um, aware of, right? We, right. So, let, well, how about you? Do you have anything that that
0: jumps out? Well, at? I need to first put myself at twelve years old again. So, what grade? Seventh grade. For me, it was. <clears throat> First year of college, second year of college. <laughs> um, no, so seventh grade, yeah, wow. seventh grade, man, that was a that was a pivotal time uh, in my life. But I, th- I want to say it was well, yeah, maybe it was twelve or twelve years old then. Um, it's really hard to think because there's so many different things. I mean, do I want to focus mainly on? Because uh, at that time, I was starting to uh, like uh, like girls. Yes, were, were starting to come into my life, and I was starting to yearn to have a girlfriend and things like that and it was hard for me i did like i was i was uh i didn't uh it took me a long time before i dove into that world um so i might give myself a little bit of advice about that right which is anything's yeah um Get as much trim as you can. Lower your standards and get laid. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) my God. Can I talk to you, son? Because it would be hard to explain to a 12-year-old that these things that seem really important to you right now are not going to matter that much later on. But as a 12-year-old, they go, shut up. Yeah. It's important right Right now. To me, this is what is important right now. And that's the hard part about putting yourself in the perspective of children, especially if you have your own kids. Try and remember what it was like. Try and think about what you might how you might react to advice from your parents or an adult and also understanding that your your perspective as an adult now is different but it's not going to translate it's that like- well to unless you're cause, unless you're, you know, Mr. Brady or
5: something like that who knows how to
0: yeah put it in the right words. Casey is a great way about I think communicating to kids.
5: Uh, yeah, well, I try, and I think it's because I have so much regret in my life. So uh, you know, and I don't want my children to have the same regrets I do. But also, I kind of want to make an addendum to what you said there, though, press. Because yes, yeah, so a lot of things that um, are super important to us at the time—at you know, eleven, twelve, thirteen years old—you know—in the in the grand scheme of things, aren't that big of a deal. Uh, however things at that age can have a residual long-lasting effect. Yes, they can. And so I'm learning Absolutely. this now, you know, as I as I go forward with my life that like I still am bogged down by things that happened to me in 7th and 8th grade. Well, well actually, thing. Uh, in,
2: in like the grand like in the big picture, no. And we can look back and tell our 12-year-old self something, but at that time at 12, it is a big deal. So it's kind of pointless to even think that because you, you, that a twelve-year-old's mind is always going to work that way. So
3: I run, I, I run different lines of thinking on this. I think the the um, the general thing would be it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. It's going to be okay. You you'll get worked up. Give yourself permission to get nervous. Give yourself permission to be scared. Give you know. Uh, you know, there are a couple of things. There are overarching things that like, you know, try to be kind and try to, you know, and, and try to realize that if you think you're the only one that's feeling something, that other people are feeling it as well. But in the end, it's like like I know I've I've given advice on things and I knew when I was giving it to somebody who might have been at like a, a teenager or a young teenager I know I'm instantly being dismissed
7: there are specific women that I would have said avoid these women in your life next so Mindy Gallo Meg oh, McDonald no. Megan Brown don't waste your time it's never going to happen <laughs> right. go after somebody else instead all right I I thought of something
0: uh which which I think would be Good advice, whether I would have listened to it or not at 12 years old would, would be up for debate, but would be, I guess the advice I would give is ask for help. If you can't figure something out, don't be afraid to ask for help. And I'm thinking a lot about like schoolwork and stuff like that because I was, I didn't do any of my homework. I had horrible grades. I didn't do any of it. I didn't want to do it. I didn't Did you- understand a lot of it. And I should have just asked for help. As a kid, do you were you embarrassed to ask, do you think? Probably. So, so so
2: you weren't a good student. You didn't do your work because you didn't know how. You were having trouble with it.
0: I was having trouble with it. It seemed overwhelming. Uh, and plus, dude, I'd been at school all day. I don't want to do any more work now. You know what I mean? And I would have told myself, do it right away. Get it done as soon as you can. And then you can do whatever you want yeah. to. And that, it took me, Kathy, it took me 40 years to figure to that figure out. That like, that- I've only gotten into a zone in the past 10 years or so of get your stuff done.
2: So that's something that I'm trying to teach my 10-year-old right now because that's what I did. I was I would come home from school and I would do my homework and sometimes and I could hear the kids playing outside and sometimes I was not done homework until it was dark out. But for me, I needed to get that done to enjoy the rest of the day or good whatever day I had left. So that's what I'm trying to do with him. They also and-
0: overloaded us with too much homework. yeah bet you your ass. But uh, like,
2: just to, like you said, just to get it done, it, it's over It's, it's over with and you can enjoy the rest of the day or the rest of the week or whatever it might be.
3: I'll, t- I'll tell you this. So, uh, so I was a really good student for a number of years and then they kept rezoning the school you can't yeah. you had a move. I had right, multiple couple- schools constantly. I was the new kid, and after a while, I did start to get embarrassed about asking for help yeah. because I'm like, I, I I'm I don't know anybody here, yeah. and uh, I was right on the edge of. Every time they reset the school district, I was the, like, one of four kids that was going to the other school. Part of it was also, I just
0: didn't relate to adults very well. You know, there are some kids mm-hmm. that can that can talk to adults, and there are some that can't.
3: Did you hang out with your parents when you were a kid? Yeah. Could, could you? Yeah. And converse and do fun things? or Yeah, we had I mean, a good time. I mean, they were still your parents. That's yeah. I, I was always very good. With that, an adult, I could do that, and and I think that served me well in the long run. But I could see where that would be a detriment otherwise. Uh, by the
0: way, if you want, we're, we're getting tons of uh, stuff in the text messages. Call us two one five two six three WMMR. What would you tell your younger self, Marissa?
9: So, Preston, as soon as you said this, I put myself on the playground, literally down the street at Waldron Mercy Academy, seventh grade, standing. On the playground, debating between getting the Charlotte Hornets starter jacket and <laughs> the Miami Dolphins starter jacket. And so I would tell my 12 year old self, get the Eagles starter jacket. <laughs> <laughs> so you will have a bad ass jacket to wear to tailgates 20 years later. Nice. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> That's good I think advice. Really regret
2: that. I think mine would be like friend related. Like I would probably say, you know, oh. most of these relationships or these friendships. Aren't going to last. So, like, it's not the biggest deal if someone's mad at you or, you know what I mean? Like, I, I just remember, like, friends being what I w- what my life revolved around. right? And really, I mean, I, I, there are some friends that I, I still have from seventh grade, but the majority of them, no.
7: Yeah. But okay. those are important lessons to learn in the process, too, Kath. Yeah, like, you right. figure out, have these people... Like you figure out what your values are, and you don't want to spend time with the people who have different values in you. You're like, yeah, all right. And so, but you don't know that unless you go through it in the first place. Yeah, sure. Do you know what's interesting though? Sometimes those things, again,
3: it is that chaos theory that you know that it is that those things that that made you feel uncomfortable or made you feel embarrassed might have also protected you at a point where you weren't, you didn't put yourself in a situation. You know, I always say the, the greatest, the, the most tragic words are what, you know, it might have been, it, 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 you know, what might have been. I'm paraphrasing poorly, but but that's basically just a bit. Not going for it, not taking the shot. But then there are also cases in which you look back at your life and go, God, man, I dodged a bullet on that one, yeah. you know? And, and so it works
0: both ways. It does. It definitely does. I mean, there's, listen, who's to say that if you gave your, yourself great advice that your, your life wouldn't turn out to be garbage? Right, <laughs> but, yeah. But, you know, that's all... Uh, you know it could, it could water over anywhere. the cow but i mean you, it's all water over the cow yeah. but you've uh you know you want to if you can avoid um any kinds of undue stress and and things like that you'd want to you'd want to help to ease that to
3: just more know more also part. like i tell people with you know um you know like who are gonna go through the surgery or facing the surgery you know the prostate surgery that i had years back you know uh, um there's so many people that are going through the same thing at the same time. You know, the, the, the perception that you're alone, you're the only one who's going through this. It's not true. Here's some text, and I'll go to some calls here in just a second. But this says, uh, I had a difficult childhood. I'd
0: tell myself, stay strong. It gets better. And that there is always hope. That's true. Uh, things like that. Um, let me see. Another one says, uh, I would tell my younger self to be happy first. Um, And another one says, those are the exact two starter jackets that I stressed over, (laughs) Marissa. Uh, Another one says, save money uh, wisely, uh, diversely, and do it every week. So there's a lot of different avenues that people would take as far as the advice to give themselves at 12 years old. Let me go to, I got Mike on the line. Yo, Mike, good morning.
10: Good morning. What's up?
0: You know what's funny? Hang on. Let me let me uh, <laughs> jump in. When Steve does that, I would either have to turn your microphone all the way down to keep it from over-modulating. So, Bill, there's nothing right. I can do about that. All right, Mike, <laughs> go ahead, man.
10: That's awesome. So, yeah, you know, Jordan Peterson, I don't know if you know who he is. Yes, I do. But yeah, so he has he has a thing that he tells parents, but I would actually go back and tell myself to do dangerous things carefully. Dude, like skateboarding and like bike ride, right? Yeah, you know it's BMX, but like, do it. So I mean, because when we were doing it back then, like in the seventies and the early eighties, I mean, you were breaking bones and you were right. know, I mean, we never wore a helmet or like an arm pad back then. So do those dangerous things, but just do them a little more carefully.
3: Okay, I, I think All that's strange right. no, like advice. It. Don't don't yeah. yep. don't terrify yourself out of taking a chance or a risk. Yeah, but there's. Well, often a way you can do it that's a smarter way to do it. I yep. think that's good advice. That's good advice, Mike. I like that. What's what's the stupidest thing like that
0: that you did that you can recall?
10: Uh, a little bit later in my life. It wasn't quite that young, but I was doing some parkour. And I was going to ask what you go... jumped off of. <laughs> yeah, well, I went to go do a kong like, over a bench which is basically your basically like a full sprint right. and you plant your hands on the branch and on your bench and then you bring your legs up and then you try to clear it over and you like catapult yourself, yeah, you know, took like forward. Right. Okay. Well, I didn't get my right leg all the way up, and I cracked my <laughs> shin in half.
3: Okay. There you go. There you go. But you learned. <laughs> okay. What was, so. what was? Thanks, Mike. What was the thing you would uh, cause to for you, uh, Preston? That you would uh, like? For me, I, I, when I was a kid, I used to eat uh, tapeworm pills. Mr. Mm, yeah, well, it was a fast so stupid. Then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> oh man, I did too many dumb things. I broke stuff and jumped off of things, and you know, I I, I can't remember exactly. I love
3: the mindset of my parents. For, so to go the, now, they I wanted what they called the small the spider bike at that time, which is like the um, you know that looked like a like a, a motorcycle, you know, mm-hmm. the handlebars up. And um, so my mother and father decided to get me a full Schwinn. I'm a little kid at this time, mm-hmm. like a full Schwinn bike with. He'll grow into it.
7: Oh yeah. yeah! I'll
3: also, for my first year of yeah. writing it, yeah. be taking
7: my life in my hands. I wish yeah. I hadn't given up on uh, piano lessons. I I, I, did, I hated it when I was 12, 13 years old, and oh, looking be back nice on to have it,
4: that skill. Yeah,
7: and and yeah. I like playing piano. I'm not very good at it at all. Uh, and I started taking lessons again a few years ago, and and I stopped when the pandemic happened. But. If I could go back in time and, and do this this exercise, I wish I could have told myself, don't give up on it. You know, by the way, it, who, you stick with it and it'll be worth it. Who's Jordan Peterson?
3: He is a, is, a, is a professor. He's written a number of books. He's is in some circles he's controversial, but he's he wrote like the Ten Rules of Life. So um, okay. yeah, yeah, he really is. Him. Yeah. All right.
2: Kathy? Nick, same thing. I played the piano. I was decent at it. And uh, once I had the choice where my parents weren't yes. making me go, oh, they I gave stopped. you the
7: choice. Yeah. And you're like, you don't have to go anymore. What what age? Do you remember?
2: I was probably middle school somewhere. Yes.
7: Yeah, and I stopped. All right. I'm going to go to
0: Joe next. We're talking about advice you give to your 12 year old self. Joe, good morning.
2: Good
8: morning. <laughs> Godzooks, guys. Godzooks, buddy. What's up? No, so I would tell myself not to play with model rockets. <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> and why is that?
8: So the first one I ever built, we managed to glue the nose cone to the rocket, and when it come down, it landed on a car, and it broke the windshield.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I remember those, one, those rockets. Like, you're talking about what, what, ST, I think, was the company that made them? STP, yes. Oh, okay, right.
8: Yeah, the next one, uh, I didn't have a... Rock it anymore. I just had the engine. So I figured I was bored. Might as well launch it. And, you know, I'm smart. I did it in the middle of a parking lot next to an uh, apartment complex and it hit the side of a window where it had a plastered wooden, wooden thing and it caught on fire. <sighs> luckily it uh started raining you know right right as it happened so it didn't uh get bad
3: <laughs> oh my god but th- okay. these these are these are like and i get this these are incidents specific incidents that you would have you know like, like don't go in that door right. but but um on a broader sense what would be the advice joe what would you distill that advice down to someone
10: <laughs> don't do something stupid Don't uh, do something, I, there you which know, is like larry salian's
3: advice don't do stupid things yeah. Problem is, you don't know what's stupid back then. I right? know. Uh,
0: All the good stuff is stupid. I'm going to go to Chris. Hey, Chris. Good morning. Good morning, it. Good morning, it, my man. What's up, bud?
10: Not much. Uh, kind of piggyback back up where you were saying about asking for help, especially back in school. Yeah. Uh, I was in like
8: special ed for a majority of my entire childhood, even leading up to college. And uh, sitting in IEP meetings and having all these adults asking, like, what can they do to help
10: you and just sitting there nervous and embarrassed. Right. Definitely would tell my 12 year old self to, like, speak up more and ask for more
0: guidance. Yep. Yep. I'm with you, Chris. I know exactly what you mean. Ask ask for help. Talk about. The problems you're having, and
3: and and people are are willing mo- most of the time to help out. A lot of times you're you're part of a group though. Thanks, and, and I remember the dynamic as a kid, like oh, everyone seems to know how to do this, and I don't want to. I, see know. It. Like, I, I know, I know. I don't want to know. I've, I've had with with my own
0: kids yeah. saying, "Look, man, asking for help." is not a sign of weakness. In fact, and, and don't be embarrassed about it because the people that you're asking for help for, people like to help other people. Yeah. They like to show the good them. what people do. Well, they like to show them how to do things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, that's what, if, if you know how to do something, isn't it great to be able to show somebody else how to do it, too? Yeah.
3: This you know, so is a proper hot Carl. <laughs>
5: Yeah, and don't chint on the <laughs> no, cling wrap use plenty of dollar
3: store yeah, cling yeah. wrap Do
0: not. um we're going to go to michael next hey michael good morning
8: yeah <laughs> oh, sorry <Yeah. laughs>
0: i turned it down a little on that hey mike all right so your 12 year old self what would you what advice would you give
8: i would probably tell him that everything's going to be okay got to uh, keep your and then keep trucking for
3: it. You know, Michael. It seems like such a such a such a basic, simple thing, but it's like, um, you know, it, it almost is in line with something I tell a lot of people. Uh, again, when I'm talking to people who might be facing the the uh, a medical situation or whatever you you don't your mind wants to tell you the most horrible stories you you your 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 mind will create these scenarios and you'll you'll live in this hell until you actually find out that it wasn't as bad as you thought and it's a hard thing to embrace but it's it's always the case try not to listen to the stories your mind is telling you right but and, relate to to, that. To, on to the place, other side devil
0: advocates sometimes yeah. things do go wrong but if you're talking about going back or you know talking being able to You know, ignore all reality and talk to your younger self. Michael, it says on here on the screen, I love this, it says to tell yourself you're going to get what you want, it'll just take some time. That is great advice. If you indeed have had a life that turned out the way you think, uh, uh, you know, a life you wanted, going back and tell yourself who's probably worried about it at that time,
3: saying, dude... I spend tons of time
0: that it's way. It's Going to be okay, didn't you? Yeah, didn't you? Oh my God, hand yes.
3: ringing. Thanks, Michael Preston. You and I with our, our, our mailboxes cleaning out our offices mm-hmm. at, at, at Y one hundred because we, we were in a, a contracting and not knowing what the hell was going to happen. Yeah, and and <laughs>
0: okay, yeah. Is, uh, is, what is, are we going to do? Or is, is a high school student, or, or even you know, middle school, which is the age we're talking about, not knowing how things were going to go and worried about what my life was going to be like and and to hear from myself to be able to say, just keep doing what you're doing and don't worry, it's just going to take a while. You're not going to get everything you want right away, but you you have a life ahead that's that's that you're going to approve
3: of. I remember me as a 19-year-old saying to myself, I don't think this Carl's hot enough. (laughs) (laughs) It's
7: a warm Carl.
0: Uh, Here's a a text right now. This is the advice that they would give themselves at 12 years old. Everything you hate now, uh, you're going to like when you're older. Reading, vegetables, girls. Read more books and never stop learning. And if you run out of lotion, you can use conditioner. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's go over next to Bill. Hi, Bill. Good morning.
8: Hey, fellas. Uh, This is a quote I like, and it kind of helped me a lot. And it's something I think it takes time to realize. So if you can fast track it. Some president said this, I'm driving, I don't know who, Uh, comparison is a thief of joy, right? So that guy that drives a Beamer and you drive a Ford Taurus, well, maybe his dad gave it to him, you know? Maybe he got that job because he knows somebody. Don't compare yourself to other people, people out there in the Delaware Valley.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you know what, Bill? My therapist told me that. (laughs) Not yeah. that long ago. Here I am in my fifties, and I still do it. I still compare myself to others. Do you?
3: Yeah, you know? I.
7: I. You know, I don't. I can't help. It's a character flaw. I, I broke. It. Well, I uh, can't no, say I don't. That, I that, don't call it a flaw. It's, Thanks, it, Bill. It, it's a part of who you are, and something you can work on. But it doesn't mean that it's like all right, every, okay. everybody goes through these types of things, right? And, and we're all human. We all have. Strengths and weaknesses, and uh, it might be a weak now and then. It might be a weakness that you want to work on, but I don't think it's a flaw inherently. I think it's just something that's a natural reaction that most people do at one and most people do it throughout the day. You know, you look at somebody else's car, you're like, "Man, I wish I had a house that's bigger or the car that's nicer or whatever." But that doesn't mean that those people are inherently happier than you are or have a a cool job like you have. You know,
3: I agree, and I and I I should say that, that that I do it less than I used to. But my dad growing up would always say and if you see that that guy who has this or has or this kid who has that thing go ask them how they got it go go find out what they did to get it yeah and, and in other words there was always he was always presenting it as perhaps as an opportunity for you to do what they're as you said preston learn from people don't be afraid to ask right it goes back to that a lot let's go to marissa next time marissa good morning
8: good morning Ed.
0: good morning yeah what's up marissa
8: um my 12-year-old self to ignore the bullies and, you know, yes, it will help shape you in life, but don't let them pick on you. Go talk to somebody. Tell somebody. Don't let it eat you up inside. Okay.
3: Marissa, so that's, of course, that's it's great advice. I would ask you, because we, we do acknowledge that it's hard when you're in the moment to see the validity of that. Would you do anything else to sell that point to your 12-year-old self?
8: Um, I think that I would... Yeah, you know, I just feel like telling somebody really does help. Yeah. You know, like, letting it eat away at you is not going to do anything for yourself. It doesn't help you. It doesn't um, help you move forward in life. I just feel like talking to somebody can make a huge difference. Because we
3: do, and it's the truth. We always, no matter how much press, I'm sure, when I've talked to uh, the, the therapist I, I go to periodically, do you have that notion of, um, you know, we I must be the only one feeling this, and
0: it's yeah. just right. not
3: the case.
8: Yeah. And, and I think, I mean. and you know what,
0: Marissa, you had bullies. I tell you what, I, I think that they could be the bullies, the people that I considered that. I think they could be one of the strongest. Hmm, what's the proper word to use? Influence, not influences, but but have affected my life to this day. Yeah, uh, what, I
8: totally agree. You know but what I, I do mean? They have made me the person that I am because now I'm such, like, I give back to everyone and I always want to make sure that everyone feels good about themselves, even when they're having, like, the worst day. Just smiling at somebody can make a huge difference. Yeah. But maybe
0: you and I differ because my my thoughts go to, God, I wish I would have just... Beat the living crap out of them, or done something and not put up with that. You know what I mean? You know, but I guess not on a a a more wise course of action would be Marissa's, which is tell someone about it. You know what I mean? Well, I can tell you,
3: I've had both situations play out where I did get to to exact revenge, and it was no more. It was not wasn't that satisfying. It, well, it's 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 this person was pro this. It's like you consider the source. What did I do? What do you think that? That message got through. It didn't. Mm. You know, it just, it, 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 I often, I've said, I've said this to you, Casey, like some. if someone attacks you, it's like they're, they're imprisoned by their own crap. The judgment has already been rendered on them. They're already paying the price. They're living in the shell of crap that they are as a person. I'm not using technical terms there. But that's-
8: <laughs> uh,
0: here's a text that says this conversation is happening during a very pivotal time in my life, post-divorce, where I'm questioning and worrying about everything. Thank you. I needed this this morning. Uh. Uh, it's our pleasure. Uh, I will go to Lauren next. Hey, Lauren. Good morning. Hey, our
6: president Steve Lazen is in site.
5: Licensed in your state.
6: <laughs> what was that? Licensed
3: in your, stay. in your state. Oh, uh, yeah. licensed in your state? Yeah, we got in trouble for that, didn't we? Uh,
0: <laughs> only in Missouri. Yeah, yeah. What's up, Lauren?
6: Uh, well, I think the first thing I would tell my 12-year-old self, besides, uh, you're not going to end up with Luke Perry, and that's okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but listen, right now, no one is.
6: <laughs> um, um, I'm going to get sentimental. I'm not going to go funny. Um, I would say... Um, you know, how much your parents love you. Um, I had a daughter recently, and I cannot even comprehend the amount of love wow. that my parents had for me, and I don't think I truly understood it until I had my own child.
3: You know, it's funny, Lauren, on the, on the flip side of that coin, and it's a second quote that we have of Ryan Reynolds about thinking about this, he reassessed his father mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. With with, with you know, like boys, obviously, I think the father is you know is 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 an issue and my dad just recently recorded about five hours of audio of him reading through his journals and giving context to his life to everything that predates us being cognizant of our lives with him as our dad and there was a moment he recounted when he was in elementary school and it impressed you You talk about things that make an impact Mm -hmm. i mean my dad's 95 and and he's and he still remembers this. He talks about how he dreaded Valentine's Day in school because they used to give out the Valentine's Day cards from a central box in the in the class. And the teacher would give them out. And It wasn't for him. He felt bad for the kids that didn't get Valentine's Day cards. Yeah. Right. And that impacted him.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and think about the, the people that didn't get the Valentine's right. Day cards. It right. must have mm-hmm. been bad. So next time somebody well, says F your feelings, exactly keep in mind how much funny. they stick with you. Yeah. What's that, Lauren?
6: That's so special that you have those memories from him, Steve. Yeah, he just yeah. he just That's did it. And I'm
3: actually- so, I'm so glad. So I'm like I'm I'm making copies for my my brothers and and uh, it's you know I I had no idea that that was something that oh, here's a guy who fought in World War II and that made an impact on him. Yeah. Yep. All right, thanks, Lauren. Appreciate
8: it. Kath?
2: I do remember the point in my life where uh, I thought, oh, my parents didn't have to do all that for me. Uh, like I realized how much right. they had done for me in, yeah. in my life. And I was like, oh.
7: Was it? Were you a mom at that point? Or no, was it, no. Okay. I think I
2: was probably, maybe I was like just out of college or a, li- a little bit out of college. And I, and I just remember being like, oh, Cause like, I, because I would talk to other people. And I'm like, oh, your parents didn't pay for your college. They're like, no, I have hundreds of thousands of dollars <laughs> in debt. What do you mean? And I, And I was like. Oh, okay. And, uh, oh, your parents didn't Mm. buy you a car? No, they didn't. (laughs) We got our own car. We had to pay for our own car. I was like... Uh, Oh, okay. Uh,
0: Here's here's that clip from Ryan Reynolds.
8: A lot of stories that I tell myself about my father to sort of account for some of my own deficits. And, and, you know, as I get older, I sort of ask, I have to ask myself, are those stories true? And, And oftentimes they're not, you know, so it was interesting to have a sort
0: of a much more sober, truthful sort of look at my relationship with my dad. And that's sort of what we
5: put on the page
0: for Adam Project as well. Nice. Uh, there, this text says, uh, I would uh, tell myself to pay attention to mom and grandma's cooking and <laughs> oh, write boy. things down.
2: Oh, yeah. I probably should have done that. A time. lot of times, so. though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kathy's
8: just try her French toast. Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, they go on to say, uh, I'm miss missing certain foods that they would make and have never been able to nail it down uh, the same taste. Now, you know,
3: there are grandmothers, and we've we've heard about this. Who, we will not give you that recipe. Oh, yeah. They will not give You're you that right. recipe. You're right. My mom wrote down a
0: bunch of recipes for me. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty awesome. That's very so cool. I still have yeah. those. Yeah, yeah.
2: You know what? Like, I have a recipe. It was, I think it was my grandmother's recipe, but it's from my aunt. And I was like, well, write it down for me. Like, I do want it and I want to keep it. But hers was like, a little bit of this, a little bit <laughs> I of know. that. I'm like, yeah. that <laughs> is not going to turn out like Isn't grandma's. Is that Momo
3: number five? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me
0: go. Hey, it's our buddy, Craig Lagans. He's hey. online. Yo, Craig, good morning. Hey, all you
6: cool cats and kittens!
0: <laughs> ah, you change it up. I like it.
6: Nice, Carol Baskin. What's That's up, good. man? Oh man, well, I would tell my twelve-year-old self: you're you're a black kid in an all-white school. It's going to get worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to get. You're going to get a whole lot of great material for a great show you're going to do later on in life. <laughs> right now, it's going to get worse. Uh, but the most important thing I would say, my twelve-year-old self: don't break up with Natalie Finn. Best girlfriend I ever had. She was cute. She left comics. She had, you know, when you're 12, not all girls develop. She was developed and just had amazing body. And she liked me, so we were a couple. And then all these girls that I had previous crushes on started, you know, noticing me. Like, Jenny waved to me when I got in. Abby wanted to sit next to me in science class. And I thought, this is amazing. All because I was going out with Natalie, Craig my guy we, friend.
3: We've talked about that phenomenon. So, it, so that that it, suddenly it's it's the Pete Davidson uh, uh, syndrome. Yeah. Oh, yes. okay.
6: Yes. And then my guy friend said, well, dude, play the field. Don't just date Natalie. Date Abby, date Jenny, date all of them. I said, wow, that's genius. So I break up with Natalie for no reason. And all these other girls that I thought liked me, all of a sudden, hate me because I dumped Natalie Yeah. for no reason. So now they all think I'm a jerk. Natalie has another boyfriend in two seconds, and I don't have another girlfriend for another five years.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's a classic mm-hmm. scenario. Classic mm-hmm. scenario. Uh, you know what? You're Especially you with your vast and uh, you know you sit right in the realm of, of uh, the pop culture nexus that that, that I share with you. Uh, didn't you learn any, anything from Marsha Brady <laughs> when? <laughs> She, you know, she passed on Charlie and went with the big man on campus.
6: Yeah, well, see, I learned see from from Jan Brady. See, I had made up girlfriends before <laughs> that. See, There you go. <laughs> you were dating George I Glass. Had, George I had, Glass. had Georgina Glass. <laughs> so, Georgina Glass. My, my first real girlfriend, and I messed that up. So. Oh, no! I hear you, man. Right. Yeah,
0: it's painful. Thanks, Craig. Comic book gurus, <laughs> check out his podcast. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Craig. Thank you, guys. Uh, Love we'll you. See you later, man. All right. Um, here you go. Some more uh, pieces of advice you would give to your 12-year-old self if you could. This uh, movie Adam Project has uh, got this conversation started. I'll go to Carl. Hi, Carl. Good morning. Hey,
3: Godzook. Goodzook. Godzook. Goodzook. Goodzooks. I like goodzooks, too. I like too. Dukes, yeah.
8: What's up, right. Carl? Sorry, I was swallowing a bagel. I didn't think you were going to. Come to the Dude, the fact that you got it at all with yeah. bagel in your mouth is quite uh, no, a a Yeah, don't chew when you're uh, about to go on air. There's something it's like uh, I would say I would say there's, there's a couple, but the ones that I really wanted to express were don't get hung up on your first few relationships. Yeah. Yeah, a couple lucky few people, you know, wind up dating their high school sweetheart. But the amount of stuff I got hung up on in a relationship that prevented me from bettering myself as I grew really, like, really impacts me to this day. So like, let me, let me ask you how, how
0: would you, how would you say that to your 12-year-old self? Would you say, look? I know right now, let's say you know, you're know you in a relationship. I know right now it seems like it's going to be forever, but the statistics you know, yeah. say that that's more than likely not going to happen, and you'll probably end up dating a lot of people. I guess you would have to word it well, like that,
8: right? I would actually tell my 12-year-old self to go to Google and Google how many fish are actually in the sea, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And no. that would be able... You, you, you're you raising the,
3: but though, yeah. I t- Carl, the truth is, how many of our early relationships just killed us when they went asunder yeah. and just oh. occupied? It just drove you sick to your stomach, like in up in your room, like on the bed, just moaning because how did this happen? It just kills you when you're a kid of that age and you're first having relationships. So, I, that is good advice, and statistically, the odds are against
8: it. Yep, that's yep. when you're 17 years old, you're like, there she is forever.
5: Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. And it may not even uh-huh. make it till the end of the week. Yeah. Uh. Yep.
0: that's, yeah, it. that's a- And very- it says on my screen here you had another piece of advice about money.
8: Oh, don't! No one gives a crap what shoes and clothes you wear. Just be a good person. Yep. Like no one, no one will remember what Ed Hardy shirt you bought in two thousand. <laughs> really <laughs> ah, good point. Yeah. All right. Just be a yeah. good person. Well, you don't know Doctor Mike trust.
3: says all the time. You know, uh, you know about. Uh, he never hears anybody on their deathbed say, "I wish I had more money." Mm-hmm. You know. So um, that's uh, all right. Thanks, Carl. That's See a, you. A, See Sage you, advice.
0: All right. Uh... I will go to Dan next with some advice. Hey, Dan, good morning.
8: Yo, what's up? You guys rock. <laughs> Thank
0: you, buddy. All right, so you go back in time or you bring your 12-year-old self to your time, and what do you tell him? What advice?
8: So I want to start out by making the point that my dad always told me, I can still hear him saying growing up, that whatever injury you sustain or whatever you do to your body now is going to affect you later. Mm-hmm. So now after all these injuries i i kind of like heat is you know i hear what he's saying a little more um so i think i would go back and tell myself to start playing golf because yeah. i like to golf now and uh not Ooh. too many injuries with that game
0: yeah, yeah. dan that's a good one i would have told myself uh when i began playing golf i was you know a teenager uh, take lessons like learn how yeah. to do it the right way right away that's good advice that's real good advice
8: yeah try and gear it into something not so uh you know, you know, and it's again all of these things, and we
3: we talk about them, you know, as Thanks, as, as if they're sort of hard and fast rules, and yet sometimes you enter a sport that traditionally can cause a lot of injuries, and you find out you excel at it. You know, yeah, you yeah. may you may just love it, yeah, yeah. you and, may and, just like to do
0: that. You know what I mean? And how cool. can you how, how can you deprive or uh, what's the word I'm looking for deprive? Deprive, yeah, yeah. That's I said deprive. Yeah. How, how could depry. you yeah, deprive you yourself yeah. of that? <laughs> I went to DeVry and I learned yeah. VCR repair. But how, uh, yeah, why, why deprive yourself of that yeah. if you're if you're good at it and you like it?
5: Don't you, study VCR repair. It's all going to be different. <laughs> right. Right.
3: right? What a, what a waste <laughs> of time. That's it. Yeah. In fact, Casey, even worse, Beta VCR. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. get
2: those little tapes. And, yeah.
3: <laughs> I thought it was going to take off. Yeah. Damn it! It's like the, it's like a, in Dirty Rock. Uh, uh, Gina Fey's boyfriend is the last of the beeper salesman oh uh i will go next to keith hey keith <laughs> good morning good morning uh all right
0: so what advice do you give your 12 year old self
10: i would tell my 12 year old self do not barge into your mom and dad's room on that sunday you're going to great adventure
8: <laughs> not
3: <full>. oh no <laughs> what did you see
8: uh, well, they weren't playing leapfrog.
0: I tell you that it wasn't part cheesy. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, you poor
5: thing. So yeah. who was who was winning the wrestling match? <laughs> <laughs> dad. dad
10: had
5: a good chokehold. <laughs> oh so Keith, oh, no. t- t- tell me what's
3: worse. I saw yeah. my mom giving an unconventional oh, mouth-to-mouth <laughs> session <laughs> to my dad, but nowhere near his mouth. I came what? back. Yeah, I came yeah. back. I, was s- yep. I remember. Yep. I can see the room yep. and the look on my face. My dad's face was not like, "Oh my god, I'm embarrassed." It was more like, "You son of a bitch!" Yeah, I was getting a Hummer and you killed it. Yeah.
10: <laughs> It's
8: traumatizing, man it, it's it's taken 40 years to get over that, so uh, that, that that's therapy
3: oh man you
0: poor thing all right thank you Keith I appreciate it that's that's legit advice yeah
8: this don't do that kid
3: yeah that's when the door's closed are you for a long oh, yeah. time oh, I still can remember seeing my mo- grandmother change her top at Flagler Beach <laughs> in her home yeah. Yeah, I walked in Jesus Christ changing your top. She was topless, Ugh. up over her head. I walked into the room and I'm like, "I, oh, damn it! What are those?"
0: <laughs> I, I okay. Here's what Well, talk about this, this is what my daughter would do. I, I one time, and this was a few years ago, so she was still, you know, she's around that age, about twelve yeah. or something like that. And there comes a time in in your family where, uh, you know, as as you have babies and toddlers, nudity is okay, right, it's all right, yeah. But at some point. You stop doing that. comes, yeah. It, 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 yes. Yep. And so I was, and this was right on the, uh, the tail end of, we're not going to be naked in front of yeah. each other anymore. <laughs> and my daughter said something and I was going, heading off into the shower and I didn't have my pants on and I had my butt to her. <laughs> And I
5: oh, I remember this. I
0: can't believe I did this. I was thinking of what I would do with my buddies, my got yeah. my bandmates. Oh, no. oh, and I, and no. I, oh, no. I brown-eyed her. Oh my, oh, my god. god I spread the cheeks and like the second I did it I'm like, "Why did you just do that?" <laughs> and it like scarred her, man. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's a few years, it was years ago. Yeah. But it is now family lore. Oh, it yeah. is now brought up oh, every oh, now god. and then. <laughs> Correct me for more.
3: Correct me if I'm wrong. Stupid.
2: Remember when your dad brown-eyed? <laughs>
3: <laughs> it doesn't happen gradually. Like you, you resolutely know it. Like in an instant, right? What? Like that? This time has come. Like, like, yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah. Right.
0: And so the, that was that was yeah. it. Yeah. It wasn't like you, don't you had this anymore.
7: It oh wasn't like God. you had all sorts of. Mm-hmm. I think we're getting there. So you uh, tell your 12 year old self, don't eventually brown eye <laughs> so, yeah, my your when, when you're about 50, <laughs> don't do that. To See point. if
0: you can remember that. Wow. All right, we got to wrap this up, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, uh, it's a good note to end.
8: Yeah.
0: All right, well, well, thank you, guys. Uh, uh, Eddie wanted to say he would tell himself, stop running from people and stand up for yourself. And Doug would say, yeah. uh, have more self-confidence. Yeah. Uh, he used to be very hard on himself. Uh, make sure you're doing that. And then the last one would be Chris, who says, don't light the yard backyard on fire. <laughs> so this is good advice. Yeah. And, and I think maybe we, we got something out of this, I hope.
3: Yeah, and also relax on yourself. Don't yeah. g- don't give yourself
0: such a hard time. If you can, yeah. please do. Alright, let's take a break and we'll come back in a moment and uh, we'll do the Bizarre File, which is loaded uh, with people who have tons of regrets. That's so right. We'll <laughs> get to that in a second. Make sure you stay with us.
1: Wednesday from 4 to 6, Marissa from the Preston and Steve Show rocks the grand reopening of Planet Fitness in Fishtown. Check out the full club remodel and enjoy the food truck, giveaways, and an appearance from the Flyers ice team and more. Plus, it's the last chance to join for $0 down. Your fitness is essential. Join Planet Fitness in Fishtown today. Now, WMMR presents
11: Preston and Steve's Bizarre File.
0: Brought to you this morning by Natural Lawn of America. Safer for your lawn kids and patches. Schedule their full service program and get free seeding every year. Call 800 free seed. Natural Lawn of America. Greener grass, fewer weeds guaranteed. Uh, how about this story? In China, a private for hire vehicle driver had to shell out more than a thousand dollars for repairs to his car after it was hit by a watermelon that was allegedly thrown from a high rise building. According to Mr. Wang Weijian, the incident took place on February 25th. Camera footage reveals the car being hit by the fruit as it's turning a quarter, uh, denting the windshield, and leaving watermelon bits on the car. Uh, the fact that, you know,
3: that would pick up enough velocity to do real damage. It could have well, killed him.
0: Yeah. After a moment of shock, uh, Mr. Wang got out of the car and called the police.
3: I love watermelon.
0: He believes that the watermelon was thrown by a resident, although that has not been confirmed. Wait is it? Chinese watermelon throwing day? Uh, it might have been. <laughs> yeah. Did they even think about yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, his son, who was in the passenger seat when the incident occurred, said that it wasn't an entire watermelon, oh. but a large piece that was thrown. That explains it. By the way, have you ever seen the watermelons? And it's somewhere in Asia that they do this, where they have they can grow them
3: such that they are in like a cube, cube yes. shape. Yeah. It's the coolest thing. From what I understand, yeah, the melon itself ends up losing some of the taste in that process. Okay. Yeah.
0: But it's worth But it, it. is cool. Uh, just yeah, to yeah, see yeah. that
3: cube-shaped watermelon, right?
0: right. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see here. A couple from Nova Scotia says that their bulldog, Freya, recently gave birth to eight puppies, and the last one to be born was green. It had green fur. Cool. The rare discoloration has been documented before, and it's believed to be caused by... stray light- paint. <laughs> <laughs> By light-colored puppies coming into contact with green pigments from bile while in the womb. Oof. Uh, The family notes in a Facebook post that the puppy's green coloring started to fade in the days since the birth. And experts say it will continue to fade in the coming weeks until it is completely gone. Actually, there's another. Let me find this other dog story because it it will go in tandem to that, which I thought was uh, pretty fun. There was a, yeah, here we go. Uh, A man recently took to Reddit explaining how he wanted to name his dog something funny to create more joy in his life. So he named his lab puppy Woof, and he says some friends like it, others don't. My mom hates it. She she said his mother refuses to walk Woof <laughs> as she can't fathom calling Woof's name in a park as it would be too embarrassing. Uh, Woof, 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 Woof. Just saying Woof <laughs> over wolf. and over. Right, guys? Wolf, Woof, Woof. That's <laughs> the big dog that barks at her when she's jogging. When jog dogs
6: by. running. Yep. Big dogs out.
0: Uh, he said, "It's not like I need her to walk him, as my girlfriend and I have plenty of time to that ourselves." But my mom Woof. thinks I'm a bit of an a hole <laughs> for naming him. Do so it again.
11: Woof.
2: Woof.
0: He's so big. <laughs> All right. A wave of sex mayhem has apparently been sweeping New York City, prompting residents to lodge an increasing number of sex noise complaints to a government helpline.
3: So, amorous neighbors?
0: Yes, that's exactly complaints? it. New York is no stranger to uh, noise complaints. New Yorkers file as many as 75,000 a month. But uh, new 311 call data obtained has revealed that many recent complaints arise from those disturbed by their neighbors' late-night ventures. Uh, From the 19th of February to the uh, 9th of February this year, I guess we're going back in time. Ah! The website reported Ah! the official helpline Ah! Ah! received 277 Ah! complaints Ah! about noisy...
10: Oh, my God. (laughs) About
0: noisy sex. Uh, Queens, Queens produced the most with 103. Manhattan came in second with 66. Brooklyn had 55. And the Bronx and Staten Island... Uh, no, the Bronx had four. Staten Island only... Or the Bronx had 48. Staten Island had only four. It's Staten Island for you. In Queens, 56 complaints were lodged about, quote, hippies allegedly <laughs> dressing up as Freddy Krueger, Pennywise, and the Easter Bunny, engaging in coital revelry... As the theme song of Velveteen Dream," a pro wrestler blasted in the background. Well,
3: that's interesting. So they're having a really good time. I love apparently. that clip we play of the the porn movie. That guy went to the set that day thinking, "I'm, I'm going to give it. I'm going to sell this Adore performance." All. Yeah. yeah. Wait till you hear this.
4: Yo, ever heard of jerkmate?
0: <laughs> Uh, let's see. <laughs> Michael and Maria Spresler say they were having dinner at the Lobster House in Cape May recently. Okay. When Michael ate the last of his dozen clams on the half shell and felt something hard in his mouth. Oh, no. Oh, and he boy. pulled out a point three five inch pearl. Oh, yeah, He wins. Yeah. Uh, the couple says that they've been eating at the restaurant for 34 years and never heard of anyone finding a pearl in their clams there. Uh, The sponsors say that the research indicated uh, the pearl could be worth thousands of dollars, but they've decided to keep it for themselves. I found a pearl in a clam one time. Did you? But, dude, it was itty-bitty tiny. It was definitely round and whitish. And I looked into it, and I I was told that it wouldn't be really worth anything, so I never did anything with it. By the way, the lobster house went there one time. It was a four-hour wait to get in. (laughs) Holy hell. I'm like, that's obscene. Yeah. That's that's ridiculous. So I don't know how they're going there every week, but I guess they do. Stop thinking of clams. <laughs> Uh, so, this seems like a slippery mess. Yesterday morning, the road had to be cleaned up in Birmingham, Alabama at Dead Man's Curve. That's actually the name of the area. Yeah, wow. After a truck hauling 45,000 pounds of chicken fat spilled its contents oh, on the road. All right, yeah.
3: so there weren't living chickens that were killed. It was just chicken fat. Just
0: chicken from, fat. Were
3: they from a place they do chicken lipo? I don't know
0: what they were using it for, but uh, maybe Gene Simmons started Even that.
3: Chickens want to look good. Yeah. A little nip and tuck here. And you can be an attractive chicken.
0: Yeah. Uh, jeans had you've had work done, right? You had a I face. had my
3: entire <laughs> face lifted off my skull, rotated and vacuumed.
0: <laughs> so chicken fat, and maybe it's from chicken lipo. So chicken fat is used in chicken broth? No, I don't think so. That That's mainly from bones. That's uh, true, so, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, authorities say that uh, no one was injured when the tractor trailer overturned, but cleanup did take a while.
3: I didn't realize there was a chicken fat
11: industry. chicken wings.
3: <laughs> and
0: then finally, a zoo in
3: Florida shared
0: a video of a crocodilian crocodilian attempting to escape by breaking through the back window of a van during transport and attempting to flee down the road. I thought that was a dance that crocodiles go to. The, the that's a cotillion. Oh I'm yes, sorry. that's a crocodile cotillion. <laughs> The St. Augustine Alligator Farm explained in their Facebook post that the animal was being transported to another area of the zoo alongside other uh, creatures when the massive reptile broke out the back window of the van as it was driving began to flee down Anastasia Boulevard in St. Augustine. And they can run. Uh, the zoo said our crew uh, acted quickly to recapture it and deliver it safely to its new habitat. At no time was there any real danger as the animal's mouth was secured as well.
3: That makes a difference.
0: I still think the greatest... Video I've seen, I guess, all of last year was that guy catching that alligator in the trash can. Yeah, yes, that yeah. was phenomenal.
3: <laughs> or the other guy, where the uh, on the uh, shore of a of a pond, there nabbed his dog. Yes. He jumped in. Oh yeah, was punching the dog, punching the uh, alligator in the face. Got the uh, dog back.
0: Yeah, that was pretty amazing too.
3: All right, with the end of that bizarre file, I would like Kathy to get us
0: a secret text word caller, please.
2: 12.
0: All right, we'll take the 12th caller at 215 263 WMMO. Let's see if you know that secret text work because we've got these Philly Auto Show tickets to give to you. The we'll random texture as well. When we get back, we'll get uh, Trash and Music News for lesson questions.
1: Stay there. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them, too. Check out the weekly rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly.
0: I Stevensinger.com.
1: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We called out for you to call to
0: us and win a prize. We were looking for the 12th caller for the secret text words. So why don't we go ahead and dive down that rabbit hole? I'm going to go to Tom. Uh, Tom, good morning, sir. Good morning, Preston. All right, bud. You're the 12th caller. So, what word is it that we seek from you? All
8: uh, right, here's my best attempt on how to pronunciate it charged carburetor? A carburetor, yeah, yeah. That's a part in your car there,
0: Tom. So uh, since you're a gearhead and all, you're going to go to the Philly Auto Show, my man. Hang on a second. We're going to get tickets for you. you got a four-pack of them, by the way. Uh, it is March 5th through the 13th at the PA Convention Center, and it's refueled, recharged, and filled with the latest models, classics, and exotics. You can visit phillyautoshow.com. Uh, for tickets and information. Now we grabbed a random texture as well, and that's Rob Ross of Roxborough.
10: Yeah, Rob Ross, Ross
0: of Roxborough. Ross, Ross, He's almost Bob Ross. He's so close. That's very close. I guess so. He could be because Robert is Bob, yeah, Bob right? Rob
3: Ross yeah. of Roxborough.
0: Yeah. All right. So uh congratulations, man. We are going to set you up with that four-pack of tickets to the Philly Auto Show. Let's get to today's lesson question. Give away some more stuff. We're going to give tickets to see Waitress on March 29th at the Kimmel Center or the Kimmel Cultural Campus and the question that we go with is who do we call if we want to change how to pronounce the word vulnerable? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. Who's the person that we would call if we want to officially change how to pronounce the word vulnerable? 215-263-WMMR. Give us a call right now if you know the answer. The
1: trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, while we're waiting for those calls,
0: we'll get our trash stories. What's up this morning, Steve?
3: Well, Paul Dano says he had a hard time sleeping while playing Riddler in The Batman because he couldn't shake his serial killer character Dano says there are times he actually murdered innocent people. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. Bethany Frankel shipping care packages off to Ukraine following the invasion by Russia. Frankel says she sincerely hopes the Ukrainians will be able to use the skinny jeans and lip kits. Oh, my God. (laughs) And finally, Matthew McConaughey denying... A surgeon's claims that he performed a hair transplant on the actor. But Connie says he simply lost his baby hair, and then the adult hair grew in. Yep.
8: <laughs> That's your Hollywood track.
3: All righty. We'll see if uh, someone does indeed have the
0: knowledge we seek, which is... Who do we call if we want to change how to pronounce the word vulnerable? We uh, mentioned that earlier this morning. 215-263-WMMR. We've had people call in and hang up for some reason. I don't know why,
3: but... Um, yeah, look at this.
2: Yeah. So, I don't
0: know they, People don't want to answer the question.
3: I, I
5: think Connor's cursing at them. Uh, maybe that's oh, it. Connor.
0: Connor! Yeah, no, Connor!
3: Don't do that. Nice, nice. cursing
0: <laughs> at them. We told you not to curse at yeah. the listeners, man.
5: Yeah. I mean, we even we even called this person, did we not? Well, he can't he can't answer it. So let me go
0: to uh, Frank and see if he knows the answer. Hey, Frank. Good morning. Uh, my name's Brian.
2: <laughs> so close. So
0: it's like one letter yeah. off. Yeah. Sorry you can about understand that. the
3: uh, confusion.
2: Brian, uh what? <laughs> 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 Who do we
0: call if we want to change how to pronounce the word vulnerable? The word guy. The word guy. Yeah. He's in charge. Hang on a second. Brian, also known as Frank, we're gonna get you a pair of tickets. To see waitress on March 29th at the Kimmel Cultural Campus. Uh, get tickets for all show dates, March 28th through April 3rd at KimmelCulturalCampus.org. Do you remember the time that we had? Uh, we had a brand new intern. It was her first time on uh, the phones. It may have been her first phone call she put up, and she gave like the way wrong name. Walter. I forgot what it was. was. Walper. Walpert. 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 That was it.
2: It was not It was one letter. I think it, right, and, his name was like Walter.
0: And, and we were... It was funny. Yeah. And we weren't beating up on her. <laughs> she did. But she cried. She yeah. got it's upset. Like, no, we were having, like, it was like, awesome. Are you kidding it me? It was, was great. It was Walpert. <laughs> we created the name
5: Walper out of that. It was gold. It was <laughs> and awesome. And so my mom actually laughed about that for weeks uh, because we have to look this up because... He might have actually been calling about something serious. Oh, really? Uh, no, I mean yeah. like, you know, it was the topic that we were having, and so we were just cracking up at Walper, and then he's calling in to talk about like having to put his dogs to sleep or oh, something right, like that.
0: Right. Yeah. had to switch gears from <laughs> laughing to Oh, I'm so sorry to hear yeah, that, Walper. <laughs> uh hey, real quick, um we're doing we're doing a call in shard out. What? Is that I don't think we ever do these. What? Hi, Ted. Maybe good now. morning.
8: Good morning. How you doing?
0: Good. Ted, what
8: do you want, man? Oh, it's our 37th anniversary. I wanted to say happy anniversary to my wife. Oh, oh, Is
9: that right.
0: something we do now? We, we don't,
8: but we'll we'll accommodate this one. Ted, were you just
0: taking a shot in the dark? Yeah. <laughs> hey, why, why not? Happy? Yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? All right, happy anniversary, Ted. Here's a, here's a shard on us. A shard on your
8: wife. Thank you all right?
3: <laughs> you know what? We talked earlier about going for it, not being afraid. Yep, and ask that's that's what wanted, he did, and he just did it. Look at that! Way to go,
0: Walper! All right, let's do music news. Preston, Preston and Steve's wow. music news
11: on 93.3 WMMR.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, brought to you by Family and Company Jewelers. Looking to get engaged? Well, don't miss their Viragio Trunk Show, March the tenth through the twelfth. Family and company jewelers, South Jersey's Diamond Destination. All right, I'll give I don't know what a Viragio trunk show is. Does anybody I know?
3: assume it's a large trunk full of jewelry. Well <laughs> Viraggio is,
5: is the designer, I believe, and a oh, trunk okay. show is
0: All right. yeah. a trunk. I, thank you very much. It's about trunks. It's about trunks. Yeah. It's
5: about it's a trunk, trunk show. <laughs> trunk show. Uh do you want to hear Walper real quick? Yes. Oh, yeah. we have that? Uh-huh. yeah. That right. We interrupt. Yeah. Music right. I'm gonna pause just this real moment. quick. For Walper. <laughs> All right,
0: here we go. And more broken ribs. I have. uh, It says Whopper. <laughs> is your is your name Whopper? <laughs>
3: Oh, uh, Walter. Uh, <laughs> honestly, Honestly, wouldn't you at least say... <laughs> Walter. Is this Judge Wapner calling in? You got Walper. a
7: nickname now, Walter. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's, you hear what happened to old Wapner. <laughs> <laughs> that's not
5: even a mistype. I'm looking at the T and the P are like nowhere
7: near each other on the keyboard. <laughs> Wapner. Name, <laughs> name's Wapner. <laughs>
3: Let me get that straight. Your your actual name is Walter. <laughs> and what happened to you? So what happened to you, Walter?
6: <laughs> All right. Well uh All right. I've broken my hand. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. I've Fractured all my ribs. Were these um,
3: fights over your weird name, Walper? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I think it's Casey's fault bad. that that girl cried because yeah, he she, was really going after her. I and,
5: wasn't going after her. it was hilarious. Point, Pointing out, out the typo it. mistakes, <laughs> laughing really hard, man. Uh, well, no. I was laughing; I wasn't berating her. Already. That's no, like no, a no. bill
2: blame. You were, yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. you were laughing the hardest. that's
3: what
2: he said to me one
0: time.
5: He said you were laughing the hardest.
2: Everybody started laughing at
0: something. And and Bill went after Kathy. He and, goes, well, she, and she's like, everybody else is laughing. Yeah, but you were laughing hardest. Yeah, he goes, yeah. you were laughing the hardest.
2: <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Got it.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. I love that. I do, too. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I only have two stories uh, for you music news. Fairly short music twice. news today. Uh, Papa Roach will release uh, their 11th studio album called Ego Trip, and that will be April 8th. And yesterday, uh, they shared a new single called Cut the Line. Are you sure it's Ego Trip
3: or not Ego Trip?
0: Ego Trip. And the video is set for release on Friday at 10 uh, a.m. Pacific time on YouTube. Uh, Jacoby Shattuck said, Now isn't the time uh, for comfort or conformity, but to be inspired and build something new, something better, in order to channel something more. Uh, They kicked off their North American uh, headline, Kill the Noise Tour special guest, Hollywood Undead and Bad Wolves, last night with a sold-out show in Anaheim. Uh, it's their first headlining tour in three years. And then one just last
5: little clip. And I'm, Did we already announce these Greta Van Fleet shows? No, no. Announced fact, yesterday, yeah, Pierre, right, huh? yeah, we announced that maybe Pierre was going to have an announcement.
0: Uh, yesterday? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. So that that was the, the announcement. All right, so uh, they announced a 42-Date North American Dreams in Gold tour. Uh, It'll kick off March 10th. They have a few shows in our area, but not right here in the city of Philadelphia that I saw. Uh, So they'll be in Hershey on uh, March 30th, uh, April 1st and 2nd in Atlantic City. They're playing the Hard Rock there. Yeah. And then they're also going to be at the PPL Center in Allentown uh, down the road in October. So you got a couple of chances, but a little bit of a drive will probably be involved for you. And then I saw a show in Pittsburgh, and I'm like, come on, man. I didn't see any more PA or New Jersey um, mm. dates on there. So anyhow, there you go. And that's all I have. It's a short minute That's news, so fine. Sorry about that, gang. We'll take a break, come back in a second, and we'll wrap it all up when we get back. So stay with
1: us. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks.
6: Podcasts. Oh yeah, MMR's got them. There's the fun size and bizarre file
2: editions, along with Preston and Steve full show podcasts, plus the MMR archives podcast and more. Click podcasts on WMMR.com.
1: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve show podcast. A nice day.
0: Looks sunny. We're going to have temperatures. they are going to get close to 60 degrees, like 56, 58, somewhere in that range, close enough. And, um, yeah, you should enjoy because it it's going to be cooling off the next couple days. 46 tomorrow, 42 tomorrows, or Friday is the high, 55 on Saturday. And then Sunday, we might delve into the 70s, the low 70s <laughs> with some showers on the way. But spring is, uh, it's, what does meteorological spring mean anyway? It's not calendar spring yet, right? Yeah, it's a good question. It's I, not calendar I, I've spring. Heard
3: calendar the, spring is uh, still a
0: ways away. I've heard the term thrown around a little bit and have not taken the time to go and look up what it actually means. So Nick is doing a little search.
2: A steady three-month transition from cold to warm. Okay. I still um, don't isn't know that, that spring?
0: Um, well, yeah, but there's a date uh-huh. when we have so I guess equal, like, equal, equal time yeah. of, of sunlight and dark. And, and that's the, the, the vernal equinox. Yeah. yeah, that's the
7: equinox. And so I guess like... If you consider the first three weeks of June summer or summer ish, even though technically that's still spring, right? Oh, here so, it is. like, okay.
2: kooky. It's, it's based on the position of the Earth in relation to the sun.
7: Uh, oh, okay. All right. Relative to the sun. It's not the axis, sun. relative
0: the sun, to the <laughs> sun, brother. Yeah. Uh, not, not the axis of the Earth, but uh, its distance to the sun. Uh, I don't it know. It says the
2: position of Earth in relation to the sun. Uh, but, uh, the beginning of the astronomical. Uh,
0: can you bring that uh, back up, uh, Yeah, of, if you would, please? Okay, it like marks
2: here. the time when the sun passes directly above the equator.
0: There you go. Oh, Boom. Okay. Done. All right. End uh, of story. was just curious. All I know is it's warming up, and that's a good thing. Yay. I like that. Yeah. And Pierre Robert's in the, his, in the his A, so that's a beautiful thing. And I said his A.
11: <laughs> hi. I say hi, too. Uh, how are you, sir? Excellent.
0: Wonderful. Happy um, to see
11: you. I loved the conversation about, uh, what would you say to your 12-year-old ah. self? Just, um, it was... It was funny, it, it was moving, it was inspirational, uh, just, a, just a great, great interaction with the audience. Oh. I mean, it's something you guys do so well anyway, but it was uh, it was among the best conversations, I mean, oh, I've heard you. zillions of them, but it's among the best... Just pure show audience interaction. I can I can remember. Well, that's
0: great. What's great about conversations like that is you know you think about what you would say and, and and when you start to hear other people and what they might bring up and what they recall from their time and, and you know you start to think about yourself right. and and those things that you might. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pass along as well if you could. So right. it's it's a cool conversation to have.
11: Oh yeah, oh, great stuff. Great Thanks, start. man. The calls were great too. Excellent, excellent. excellent. Yeah, everything from you know serious to funny to right. challenging to yeah, really good stuff. Did did it uh, cause you to uh, to think about something? Anything yeah, that you I should would have started therapy a lot earlier. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Listen, I know
3: you're only 12, but you're going to start <laughs> yeah. therapy in the next <laughs> five years or so. There's it's like a, a doctor. <laughs> 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 that Woody Allen joke, uh, after, I think it's an Annie Hall or whatever, but uh, the uh, the guy says to him, you've been in, you've been in therapy for, for 30 years? He goes, yeah, but I'm making progress. Uh, my doctor says soon I won't have to wear the lobster bib. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot
11: about that. that. All right. Uh, uh,
3: Shall we do
0: the letter, sir? Yes. All right, here we yes. go.
11: Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR.
0: Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. T as in Tommy. All right, we got three of them. Two more to go. We give away our $500 Joseph Anthony retreat, spa, and salon gift card. Uh, you can check out their Heavenly Soft Pack Float Treatment, luxurious Turkish bath experience, or even Botox at their med spa. Check out their salon where they specialize in hair extensions just like Marissa had done there. Three locations, Glen Mills, Springfield, and Center City, or or the Center City location is at the Lowe's Hotel. And you can purchase online at josephanthony.com. To what do you have in store for us today, sir?
11: Well, more auto show tickets, which is cool, opens up this weekend. We've got uh, Bon Jovi's birthday to celebrate in a workforce block. Also, Chris Martin's birthday, which we will get to in a workforce block. And uh, Graham Nash begins a two-night appearance uh, this evening in our area uh, tonight, he will be at the Scottish Rite Auditorium, uh, and then Friday at the Keswick Theater. I assume you're going, right? Uh, yes, going yep. to both both shows, and uh, this will be the first time he's played. Uh, he was on his way to the Keswick when when COVID happened. Wow! And uh, they canceled the shows, so these wow. are the first shows <laughs> that he uh, and his band will have done. Uh, so uh, it's going to be. Pretty cool. So
0: he's coming right back where he right. would have would have, Yeah, uh, picking played. it up
11: right where That's it cool. stopped. That's cool. Yeah. Nice. And uh, uh, I did a great interview when the we talked about this. The CSNY Deja Vu re-release uh, happened, and we talked about all kinds of stuff and what he's been up to. And um, he's so vibrant and so alive and such a lovely human being. Uh, I think a few tickets are remaining for Scottish Rite. And I will check about Keswick, uh, but pretty full houses both evenings. But if you uh, have a chance to go, it's good stuff.
0: Excellent. All right. Well, thank you very much, Pierre. And I would like to thank our sponsors as well. So thank you to Rita's. Rita's Water Ice. Rita's is now open, serving up all your favorite frozen treats. Also by Dunkin', the official coffee of the Presidency Show, and Acme. You can get your free flu shot or COVID-19 booster at their pharmacy, Acme Fresh Foods, local flavors. Tomorrow, I personally am excited because... We're going to do a Beatles contest for the Philly Pops Rocks event that's coming up. You don't know what that contest is. And I'm involved somehow or another. We know. Uh, Yeah. You don't. I'm going to participate in it, and I do not know what's in store. So I'm looking forward to that and looking forward to giving you tickets uh, tomorrow. And we'll find some other things that we'll dive into as well. That's it. We're done. Rage on and have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow.
1: Ruskin and Steve. On 93.3 WMMR. Hey, everybody. It's good to have you on the... ba ba toot a ba toot
10: ba